Yo, what it is, what it is, good people. This is Carlson with the Heat. Main with the cool. Yes, we're back. The partners in podcasting are back for another episode of Fire and Ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, how was your week? Your week before last, I guess? Yeah, man. You know, things um, are going good. Um, I uh, still shooting Sisterhood. Um, so, that's it's amazing. I'm excited about Putting that out and bringing it to the people. Shooting any shots this week? Because I know last week using your bags. I'm trying to. Figure <laughs> out, uh, Shout out to Shay. Yeah, um, podcast <laughs> is dropping a day after, a day after this one. So that's what's up. First episode. Yes. Um. But no, 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 no shot shooting. And then, to be honest, last week was actually accidental shot shooting. I was just talking. Now you just in your bag. So hey, you, hey you no, know, I'll say this sometimes. The hand sometimes just goes in the bag and it pulls things out. And you're just <laughs> pulling out your bag and it's okay. You pull the food, you know, a little, <laughs> I, a little thing I know you had in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, Carl got it in You know what I'm saying? You're just proposing in or whatnot. Stupid. Listen, back, back in the days to be so serious, but now I'm just <laughs> all about the all <laughs> you, about you, the grind. You that uncle, huh? Oh, back in the day. Back, my, back the in day. my day. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you talking to your nephew now. I mean, back in my day, but you don't understand, man. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, and then I just shot a short. Um, called me, myself, and I. Shout out to. Is it just you in there? Hmm? Is it just no, you? No, 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 no. I'm not in it at all. It's um, it's uh, star Demetrio Frey. He's basically the film is about body, male body image. So he's playing uh one. He wants to be uh actor and model, um, but he's heavier. So he's basically just talking about uh, body stereotypes with men. You see it a lot okay, with okay. women, like as far as that, but you won't ever see the man's point of view of that. So. We discussed talking about that and just showing that through film and everything. It's a really good short. We we shout out to everybody, the whole cast who came out. We shot everything yesterday. Well, Sunday we all listened to it, but we shot everything in a day, which is dope. Um, it's gonna be good. So I'm excited to bring that before the people. Um, but man, for me, honestly, bro, like I just um today for me it's kind of been an emotional roller coaster for me because um as you guys know, listen, you know I'm a big fan of Young and the Restless. And y'all know Christophe St. John passed away. And the last week, they just uh, officially killed off his character, um, Neil. In the show? In the show, on the show. Okay. So on the show, his character had a stroke. So um, basically, they showed all the episodes. I didn't watch because I didn't, I wasn't prepared to be crying for three days. I would mm. rather just go ahead and get it out in one setting. So I literally sat here today and watched the Young and the Rest, all of last week of Young and the Rest, and I was bawling the whole Three hours episode. Dang. I mean, so I just I'm a little drained right now emotionally, but because again, like it's it's crazy because even though you don't know these people, it's like when you grow up watching these people, it's like you feel like you know them, especially with a soap opera. They're literally like it's like they're in your home. So for me, um, I just had an attachment watching those episodes. It, it reminded me of just being my, I thought about my grandma and my grandfather. So just. I, all those emotions, then my most of my sister passing, all that just hit me. So it was just like, yeah, 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 it was a lot. So, but you know, it's all good. How was your week, been, sir? Uh, it was it was pretty cool. Nothing to talk about, but just <laughs> just kind of just kind of um, it, it, it was I worked. It was nothing to me. Nothing fantastic happened. I mean, I produced some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I normally do every weekly. That's, yeah. that's, that's always um good to do. But other than that, I haven't really did anything. Recorded last night, put it out today. Got some good feedback on it. So. Getting better at just doing podcasts, just pop up podcasts, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's coming out very well. Um, but I wanted to kind of touch on, and you said it was Saturdays. I wanted to segue right into it. Um, now, I would say I'm not a, I'm not familiar with the uh, Young and Restless. Mm-hmm. Or I know, I know one soap opera I used to watch. You can, can you name something that's popular that's been popular the past twenty years or so? Talking about soap opera? Yeah, um, Mike and Mike there's, and there's General Hospital. Not that one. Passions. 
Passions. It's come on NBC. I think that was one because I think it's. I know a lot of people used to watch that. Yeah, my somebody that babysitted me when I was younger, like mm. I, in the summertime. My mom, I guess, though I wasn't old enough. I guess I wasn't legally. I was only eight, but I mm. feel like I was grown. Mm. And um, yeah, she used to watch that, so I just get upset a little bit. Cause I'm like, yo, why are you coming in here just taking our TV over? Like, we're good. Like, <laughs> Like go home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you get a little upset because you know that they don't have the channel at their home. So you feel, I feel like now I feel like you over here just because you want to watch Passion when you don't have the channel at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, but um, shout out to her, you know what I'm saying? We no longer, I don't think she speaks to us no more, but it's all good. Oh, okay. She used that TV and it's all good. But um, wow, Passion was one of them, but that's something I've ever watched. But I will say this, and, and, and being around a babysitter and athlete, being in that setting, I did have to watch it mm. because you do or you don't, you know? Right. And you do come familiar with certain things, so you start watching it too. So right, that's I, a, but that's I, I how I keep up with it. That's how it was for me. Like I said, with the younger wrestlers, like I said, my grandma, my my mom was at work. My my, my parents, my mom and my dad was at work. My um my grandmother, my grandmother and my grandfather kept me. Well, my granddad was substitute teacher at the time. My grandmother kept me and Kendra, so we would watch younger wrestlers with her. That's what she was watching. She was sitting in that in the dining room table at the chair, was watching. It was on, it was on CBS literally all day, and was watching all the game shows. All the time. All the game shows, and then Young and the Restless came on. And then I, so for me, like I said, again, it was important for me because I saw people that looked like me on television. Yeah. Seeing, yeah, yeah. seeing Christoph St. John, seeing Victoria Rowell, seeing um, Tanya Lee Williams, seeing Shamar Moore, seeing those people we, on Young and Restless, it was important for me to see that, oh, wow, that's... That's cool. Like, do you think that like was that. instrumental in you, like being director and being being into directing and just uh, filming and writing and stuff? I think looking at it now, yes. Back then, no. Obviously, I was just watching it because Grandma was watching it. But kind of like, crazy how as, as life goes on, you start seeing different influences. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody asked you, and I think I did like two podcasts with you before we even did Fire Ice and stuff yeah. like that. And I never remember you bringing up Young and the Restless as an influence. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just funny how. As time goes on, you still get to know yourself more. Like, you just right. tell me, that. I'm like, okay, well, he was young then. You know, so that probably got you engaged into making these kind of, these shows. Like, and you do a lot of shows. You don't right. do movie movies. You do, like, shows. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think so, also, too, with you saying that again, just looking back, it does the style of writing and the way that it structure influences the way that I write. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very similar to me. So, like, I write in a soap opera style. Yeah, so of, you know, a lot of plots and, tw- and twists. Yeah, and also too, and as far as characters, because I know a lot of people like you always have a lot of people on your shows. Like, I love ensemble shows, so I love the fact that I can add these characters to help uh, build more of a world for me. So I think that's oh, that's, that's, that's that's definitely an influence. When you said that you had a sad day, I was going I was going to kind of segue into it, and I guess we get into it now. Um, you know, today they said uh, John Singleton passed. Yes, he's the director of. To most of us, and most of the urban community, we just know him from Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, of mm-hmm. course. You know what I'm saying? Those are probably the two films that pop out to to me, at least. I know that right. for a fact. Um, he also, uh, I think that director wrote and uh, directed and wrote had, had a big hand in the Snowfall, mm-hmm. which is my 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 top His three favorite shows of the show. I uh I said last year and I stand on it this year as well, probably probably more now than ever too, because you know how that goes when you die, like you 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 become for some reason. When you, when you when people pass, we start to value them more because yeah. they no longer here, which is we always talk about it all the time. I think yeah. that's just something you can't really change anyway. But yeah. regardless of the fact, um, I do feel like Snowfall is better than Power last year, and I'm a big Snowfall fan. Like I've, I've gotten plenty of people on that show, and they, and they all get a, they all get addicted to it. And I wonder now, like 
if it's going, it's the last run, you know, can they still, like, should you even, that's just how we can talk about too, after we talk about him, but, but I, I'll get into that in yeah. a second, but let's talk about him, just and, and, and kind of embrace him real quick. Yeah, uh, um, well, according to that, let's just some, just some information, of course, you know, I like to give my, that's my news background, um, according to the deadline, um, John Singleton, trailblazer, filmmaker, died at the age of 51, um, he died Monday in Los Angeles after suffering a stroke on April 17th. Um, again, he was 51 years old. A family spokesperson said Singleton passed away peacefully at the Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, surrounded by family and friends. And earlier on Monday, the family had made the decision to remove Singleton from life support at Cedars. We had been in the ICU unit since suffering the stroke 13 days earlier. Singleton suffered the stroke while at the hospital and had been under um, great medical care. And as main... Um, Mentioned he had a great career. Um, I learned, I honestly, I just learned this today, which is crazy. Um, he is actually the first African American and the youngest person to have been nominated for um, an uh, Academy Award for Best Director. And I didn't know that. Um, he was 24 when he was nominated, and it was for uh, the film Boys in the Hood. Yep, so I did not know that information. So that's 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 pretty cool. And like again, it just makes you appreciate his life and his legacy even more. Um, but other movies that, of course, he's known for, let's say, like I said, Boys in the Hood, uh, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Rosewood, uh, The Shaft Movie in 2000. I actually went to go see Shaft when I was mm-hmm. little, when I was younger. I went to go see it. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Baby Boy, Too Fast, Too Furious, Four Brothers, Abduction. Um, uh, oh, wow. Okay. We got, hold on. We got time. On. We, got, we, got, we got to step back. Okay. okay. So re- read them again one by one. I'm, I'm, I want to say something about each one. Maybe. Okay. I will do that. All right. So Boys in the Hood. Classic. Okay. Yes. It's one classic. Um, Poet of Justice. Classic. Okay. Higher Learning. Classic. Can okay. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. When <laughs> I was staying with my cousin when I first uh, spent the night with my cousin, I first watched Higher Learning. You know how we have, remember how you didn't have HBO? Yeah, but yeah. you had like the bootleg. You had like, it was fuzzy. Yeah, of course. That's how I watched it. That's how I watched Higher Learning. It's crazy. Hey, you, back in the day, you had to get it how you get it, man. Yeah. Like, as long as you got the gist of something, you Yeah, I, I, I saw what I saw. I was like, I, I guess I got it, but it was like, that's the how, that's how I seen how like, it was when, when HBO was fuzzy. That's funny. Um, Rosewood. Good movie. I'm not going to say the classic, but I'm not going to say a lie. Yeah, don't, hey, speak yeah. your truth. Yeah, you know how to do it. <laughs> Shaft. I, I'm not going to say the classic, but I will say one of my favorite Samuel Jackson movies. And I went to go see. I remember seeing it. I remember liking it at that young age too. So mm-hmm. that was a dope movie. Baby Boy. Cla- to me, it's a classic. I know people don't like it, but I think it's a classic. It speaks to a lot, like the, some men and how how it is for real. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying a lot of us are baby boys. Oh uh, yeah, I can I can see how how some people can relate to it. Me personally, I hate that movie, but it's, I, it's, know, it's, I, I was. But it's still it's definitely a classic. I can't take that away I, from I, it. I know Mama listen to this, but I will say just like it, to me, it had one of the best sex scenes of all time. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Um, when I was younger. It mm. made me think, okay, I have to do, not have to do that, but it was certain things that was said in the scene mm. that I always felt like, okay, that makes sex uh, um, lovely, I guess, or, you know, a good feeling. Because I think, and it's funny, he directed, so you have to kind of orchestrate how you want what stuff to be said, even the echoing, like, oh, that whole scene, the sound stuff, like, the angles you have to do. Mm. And I think about you directing and stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you tell me, like, and I always thought, like, yo, this has got to be real. Like, there's no way it can't be real. Yeah. Everything was just that good, you know what I'm saying? For that particular that particular scene. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get, we gonna get yeah, to that. Yeah. Get into that. Um, too fast, too furious. I didn't know he. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't because he did so many black movies. I would mm. never assume that that was one of them. But I mean, since that's a franchise, a classic. You gotta name it a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, 
Four Brothers. I love Four Brothers. That was a good movie. I love I Four Brothers. That. If in, now it makes sense because Tyrese, I want to think about Tyrese, him, why he probably was casting there. Mm. Even in Fast Furious, like it's a lot of Tyrese connections mm. there. Um, abduction. And not, not, uh, who was it? Holly Berry? Let me see. Let me click on it. She was getting, uh, getting abducted or losing a kid in the movie, so I don't know if it's her or. Uh, no. This isn't Holly Berry. Then it might be a classic. This is uh, Taylor Lautner. He's from the uh, what's the vampire series? That everybody used to watch Twilight. He's from Twilight. Oh no, series. that movie. No, that movie was. That movie was like it wasn't. It wasn't that great. I'm sorry. But yeah, but the truth. Yeah. Um, and then he did again. He did a couple of shows. Obviously, he directed an episode of Empire. Um, he was a director on American Crime Story. He did uh, Rebel, and he is the creator and executive producer. Well, was it creator and executive producer of Snowfall? But um. Can you explain what Snowfall's about? Because I, I mean, I'm gonna watch it because not not because of this, but I I've, I've been wanting to watch it. But for people who know, I you know got a you lot of shows I, I'll be watching. I, I so. can say this: you know how you like you know how you like All American, right? And you say you like All American, you yes. like the show. Yes. It's not. It's obviously it's, it's very different from All American. But for the main character, I'm gonna say, you see how the main character is not from here. Yes. Like that makes me like the show more because now the main character in Snowfall is not from the West Coast people but not not from the west coast he's from the uk as well oh wow so when he's talking in interviews he sound like that but when he's talking in the in the you would never you would never know that always and any act like that you that's always, fascinating to me bro i, I gotta be honest it, you know idris album you got you got the guy from snowfall you got um the guy from all american like people like that to me it's they more they so talented but you never know until after the show is bigger because that's right. when they get interviewed but snowfall is just about I know I always joke about the government, blaming the government, and mm. it's a conspiracy. I be joking about that. I'm not woke, but <laughs> Snowfall is pretty much it's just, it's not a conspiracy that the government did bring drugs into the U.S. Right. So it's, it's pretty much a, a, a beginning, early stage kind of uh, painting summary of the government bringing it into the to U.S. So you got you got different sides of it. You got the government bringing it into the U.S., uh-huh. so you got people start actually selling it. The, the dude, Franklin, who's the main character, is a regular dude, not like a tough guy, not a gangbanger, none, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he comes across this 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 guy, this big drug dealer guy. He's like, yo, I want you to do it. He's black, of course. I want you to do it. Start making money. But then he gets into it with the government, you know what I'm saying? The government guy. And the government guy is like wholesaling these, these drugs to everybody. But at the same time, if you if you know the real story, it's like it's loosely based on the real free Ricky Ross. But if you know the, the actual real story, the government did bring stuff in. And then when it was time to take people down... They knew who to go look for because they've been selling to them the whole time, mm. 10, 12 years. So it's a big mm. conspiracy charge. But um, the show is good because it's showing you the beginning phases. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's showing you how it broke down the community, how it broke families up, how it brought families together. You know what I'm saying? Some, some families got put together based on that. You know what I'm saying? Like Franklin, I think his dad was in with the family. And he ended up being with the family. But the, the Franklin wasn't there because he was selling drugs. It was just a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But you see an innocent kid have to start looking like a gangster, looking like a tough guy mm-hmm. because of the business he in. Mm. You know, and it's just like, and, and, and I think everybody has this uh, idea that if I do bad stuff and I'm making money, I can I can offset it by doing good stuff for the neighborhood. Mm. And it don't work like that. You realize that you got to call shots. People have to die. You know what I'm saying? And so you really, you can't really offset when you're taking lives and, you, and you're hurting your community like that. But, you know, you see people try to do that. So it's a, it's a dope. It's a, I think you'll like it. I think... If you watch like three episodes, like this is just this uninterrupted, you you will be able to watch the rest. But is it like is it like wire esque? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but 
it's why S, but it's why S mixed with the, like the second season. I know people love, people hate the second season. Why? Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm not gonna lie. I'm, 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 I'll be I'll be I would oh. I do lie in real life, but like I would <laughs> keep hundred. But I would I would not want to lie to you and tell you it's just like it's not season one or why it's not straight all action packed. Mm. But it's a lot of action. But you all gonna have your twenty minute scene where it's like okay, this is the government stuff. But it does make sense later on. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So. I can get jig with that. Yeah, but sidebar, that second season of The Wire, no. Yeah, I know people, people hate it. But, but you know what? You need a second season to have that third it. season and have that fourth season. Like you, you, do. Need it. you need it. I agree. It. I do agree with and that. And then they, them people show back up, so you really, really you have to realize, like, the drug game is so crazy, which I know we're not in it, but it's like, if you're even close to it, you understand, like, the person you think making all the money because he got that car and that stuff, mm. it's somebody like 10, 12 notches above him that you would see and think he's legit guy because mm. you know what I'm saying they, he, they, nobody, nobody knows who he is right so with that the wire showed me that connection and stuff like that like how connected they were with the union and all that stuff so yeah I definitely want to watch the wire again shout out to the wire man. I mean I've seen that I've seen the show like maybe like five or six times they used to show it on um direct TV had its own well I think it still does have its own channel but they used to show it every Sunday so I would literally watch it every Sunday night I was going. I was going to say, um, just to turn back on the John Singleton thing. Uh, first of all, once again, rest in peace to John Singleton. Um, and I, I just felt like I, not knowing that he was behind all those movies. Like I don't always look at a movie and say who produced it or who directed it. Because sometimes you just know because movie just some movies are so good that you don't even ask that question. Like like we knew that with Boys in the Hood because people were like those those are all new guys. Ice Cube wasn't really a, a, a seasoned actor at the time. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Nobody knew who he was at the time. Uh. Morris Chestnut, nobody know, you know, but it's so such a big movie. You wonder who the producer, who the director is, and stuff like that. Like Four Brothers, those are all actors that we knew already. Mm. You know what I'm saying for the most part. So, and but I think every every director has their like style. So it's like you kind of, even though you don't know, you know, it's is there some type of connection? Like if you watch a film, you're like, oh, I think I know who did it because like they have their own similar touch that they put on each film. And that now that I think about it, I think about Poet Addresses, I think about Four Brothers, and I think about uh, Boys in the Hood. And in all those movies, it's like some peak moment where somebody passes. So you, we got Ricky. I was mm-hmm. like, Ricky, you know. Then in Four Brothers, you got the brother that, mm-hmm. that day I got killed mm-hmm. in, a, in a bad, in like a sad peak, a peak, a peak of the film death. Yeah. And then in Poet Addresses, I think when Tupac and Janet Jackson went to his house, his cousin had died, and that was like the change of the move, change of the film. Mm. So he was good at that, like changing the move with a death. I know, ironically speaking, obviously, but you know, yeah, um, but yeah it was. I mean, it's good to celebrate, like understand his worth. I seen Ken post, and I want to read it, but I ain't gonna read it verbatim. But I think in a time like in the time where it is, we we probably needed a John Singleton film more than than now, like with the all this uh, gentrification and stuff like that. If you look, if you watch, I watched. If anything, I watched. Boys in the Hood last Monday, cause I got the I got the DVD I bought from Dollar General, mm. and it's a Baby Boy and Boys in the Hood. I was gonna keep it. I always buy them just buy them, but I said let me open it. And I bought Boys in the Hood last week, and even shout out to um, what's his name, Lauren Fishburne. He had a good role in there, but he was they were always preaching that like you know we had we had we had to change our community first before they come and gentrify and change it themselves. Mm. And I think we never got around to doing that, but they doing it now for us definitely. Mm. I see like Brooklyn and. Some places in LA where you know some crazy stuff going on, man. Like a lot of gentrification. I'm not, I'm not a gangster, but I don't say I'm really for it either. So mm. I still think we need to be around each other. That's just, <laughs> that's just my opinion, though. So I don't know, but um, yeah. Shout out to John Singleton, man. Rest in yeah. peace. It's, it's just, um, we talked about this before the show. It's just you, you think about life in a different way. He was young as far too. as um, 
you know, a lot of people die every day, obviously. Um, but when you get older, these people that you seen are familiar with growing up, and then you see them like then you find out they're passing away. It's just like it just makes you you see the that the how life is not infinite as far as this this life is not infinite. So um it just makes you think, it makes you appreciate life, it makes you appreciate those that are around you, it makes you cherish the ones that you're with and everything. Um also too, it's just it makes you look at your life and reflect on your life like you know, John Singleton did a lot. He was only fifty-one years old. Like that's like that's still considered young. Uh, um, you know, like that's not like old, old. But you know, that's yeah. still that's still he's still. And I also want to say something you know before we so. segue into we're gonna talk about next, which is directing also. But um, but but shift gears real quick. I'm tell you right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the evil laugh. But uh. I will say this, I'm not gonna lie, we have debates, me and you all the time, because you know, you more of a Tyler Perry fan, I'm more of a Spike Lee fan, right? Okay. And death like that do make you think how senseless, not senseless, we, we do it healthy though, we don't do it like attack wise, we just do it healthy because you like what you like, I like what I like. Yeah. Which is why it's fighting eyes, why the show works so well, but honestly, we never bring him up, we never bring up John no, Singleton. And no. I feel bad now, because like, now we go down a list, list of things, mm. Four Brothers are my top 10 movies of all time. Mm. I like Boys and I always say, like, if I had to choose between Boys and Hood, I think it's another movie. I would choose the other movie, but as I watched Boys in Hood last week, not because it, not because of his death, because I watched it last week, I realized how pivotal how pivotal or pivotal it was and is in society today and then. Yeah. Even though even though I'm sorry, it's all gonna be funny to me when um, Cuba gonna do the punch in the air. Uh, I, I'm sorry, it's all, it's all gonna be funny to me, but at the same time, I understand it. Me not being from that era, me not being, and but also knowing people that have got stopped or that have gotten razzed by police and then didn't do anything, seeing the deaths of people that, that seem innocent and aren't carrying a weapon, yeah. but the police are scared for their life. Yeah, go figure, you know. So when you think about that, you realize like what space Cuba Gooden Jr. had to even go into, or what space Singleton had to lead him into to even get that mm. feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I just feel bad now that we never really mentioned him. But when you when you run when you run down and listen to them films and it's so diverse. You talk about you talk about adoption, you talk about poetic justice being so different from Boys in the Hood, then that being so different from Baby Boy and Four Brothers being so different, baby you know what I'm saying? It's like it's so diverse, it's not like one one dimensional. Yeah. But he definitely was, was was somebody that was smart and just for the black culture. So definitely shout out to him. So you know, I kind of wish that, um, I guess I do more research now on, like, directors and stuff. Make me want to do that because we always talk about black directors. We, we always instantly just go to them, to them too. Spike and Tyler. Tyler, Spike and Tyler. Granted, they are probably the, the, some of the best, too, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's so many more talented black directors out there. I don't think we give them enough credit. Um, I, I, I agree. Like, he's he's never come up on conversation here. At all. Um, <laughs> I, do, I will say, though, I... I am aware. I've been aware, obviously, because I'm in the industry or whatever. But I'm aware of his influence that he's had on on the industry and the culture. Um, John Singleton um, definitely created opportunities for a lot of people. Yeah, he opened doors for a lot of people. Um, so I think I think like I said, he will obviously be missed, but I think his his legacy will continue, and his definitely. Will continue because again he's influenced so many lives. Well, um, and changed so many lives. I think that'll continue on. So, I want to ask you another question too? Yes. Just to kind of expound on that. We talked about, um, you know, basically being talented, being a, being black in the business. How important you think it is? Like, just let's just talk about that. I guess for a second. How important you think it is, or how do you think it's bigger to be a be- a good director, 
or does it come with the territory or whatever? Or be able, like, is it is it better to, is it bigger to just or more impactful? Let's say to be a simply uh, a good director who always cast well, got some great movies, da da da, or somebody who opens doors, uh, creates opportunities, but also at the same time puts out dope content. Or do you think all? Do you think you can't you can't do one? Or do you think you can't do one without the other? Being a black director, mm, because honestly, you said Jingles John Singleton, mm. talk about Tyler Perry, talk about Spike Lee. They set off a lot of careers that, you know, like, let's say Denzel Washington. Mm. He, you know, he did film, but Malcolm X kind of, like, took him out of there. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, that's, that was, this A Spice is the last one I'm giving you because I'm out of here now. You know what I'm saying? Tyler Perry and John Singleton both, you could say they both opened up for Taraji. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't be no Taraji without the baby boy and without uh, Tyler Perry being, I mean, he, her being in Tyler Perry film for them, mm. them three years before she started blowing up right. even more and more. But like, we wouldn't get Cookie. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, do you think it go hand in hand, or do you think you can do one without the other? I think it's both. And why? And why you think that we do that? I think I think it's both. I think both are equally important. I think you can do both, but I think for me, if if I had to choose one, I think it's more important to be a, a, be an influencer, be an influential, and create opportunities for other people. Because again, when they go on to do their thing, it always comes back to you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they even if even if they don't want to acknowledge it, if they want to forget their past. At the end of the day, people are gonna do their research, and it's always gonna come back to the person that helped jumpstart their career. So you can't, you like you like you said, you mentioned um, Taraji. Like she, you, you can't, you can't say Taraji without mentioning Baby Boy. Yeah, and that was really a John can't. Singleton film. Yeah, you can't. So it's like that's always gonna be a part of her. So at the end of the day, John Singleton is always gonna be. Here, as long as Taraji continues growing in, and she's going to continue to grow and prosper, so I think it's important to be be influential. I think it's important to open doors. I think it's important to create opportunities. Tyler Perry has created thousands of jobs. Spike Lee's created jobs. You, like I think that's important. I think that's the most important aspect of it. And I, I feel like we should we need to start doing that. Maybe maybe once a month, or maybe if you get time, to do that. Like, or if we if you get if you want if you have time, we could do a video or something like that one day. Something like we should do an influential tree. And I feel like. I'm just making that up in my head right now, but mm. I feel like let's let's take John Singleton right now, just so we got time. Um you think John John Singleton, right? And you bake that influential tree. So you think about boys in the hood, mm-hmm. who they have. So we got Cuba Gooding Jr., mm-hmm. we got and Ice Cube. Let's say let's just take them too. Ice Cube. Yeah, even though more, even go, though you got even though you got Neil Long too, but let's just take them too. Than that too bro, well, okay, so I'm in boys chatting, right? And let's do Neil Long. Let's do all them four. Okay. So from that influencing wise, right? Friday, the movie Friday. Mm-hmm. Do we get Nia Long and Ice Cube in Friday without Boys in the Hood? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Ice Cube learned a lot from John Singleton. You know, John Singleton helped with that, you know, a little bit. So, yeah. do we? I think, and I think Gary Gary as well. But you know, do we? Do, uh, do I, I would think we would credit that as far as influence to that. Right. That them two, that combo. Um, and you know, I think from there, from Friday, we get Smokey. So. If, I mean, if you do if you do in a tree, it's always linked back to all of them. So you think about smoke, you think about rush hour, you think about yep. all that stuff, and it's yep. like, I know I know what people might think is a reach, but you think about John Singleton and just that one film, we didn't talk about Friday and rush hour one, two, you know what I'm saying? Three, right. Just from that one film, because he influenced one person that influenced that person, influenced that person, they right. go back to you. I will say this: I know we're not talking about Kristoff right now, but I have to say this because they showed, um, they showed, they did a special today. Um, Monday on Johnny Arrestes, they basically just honored Kristoff the man, um, and Shamar Moore, 
was on there. Shamar Moore played Chris's brother um, on the show. And Shamar was talking about basically the audition process. And Shamar was basically saying how when he went to the did audition, um, he was super, he had on the shades and he was, it wasn't because he was trying to be cool because he was nervous. And so Christoph came up to him because he, it was like five or six finalists. And he was saying that Christoph came to him and said, hey, I want you to do the audition with the shades and I'm going to give you a nod. I'm going to like give you something and you take them off and you just, I'm going to guide you. I got you. And then, so, and of course, Shamar ended up getting the job. He played Malcolm. But then Shamar found out that Christoph personally said, hey, I want Shamar to play my brother. And so Shamar was saying, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And Shamar is like one of the biggest television stars, yeah. you know, in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, a big, you know, of course, the big sex symbol and all that other stuff. So, but without that opportunity, he wouldn't be where he is today. So with, with the John Singleton thing, I don't think it's a reach. I think what you're saying is true. It's like if it wasn't for John Singleton taking a chance on Neil Long, on Ice Cube, yeah, on Cooper Good yeah. Jr., it's like they wouldn't have the reach and influence that they have today. It all it always goes back um, to the root. Morris it's, Chestnut, we don't get best man, probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking about big movies that let people have bigger careers. And it's and like you don't, and you don't get like the you know the Gabriel Unions, you know what I'm saying? All that you stuff. Don't, you don't get that Ricky in. thing. Like I wonder if it's even be the same if it's not Morris Chestnut playing that role. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's so much stuff right. that go into it. Um it's like the it's the butterfly effect. Exactly. It really is. You mess up one thing, you can mess up everything, but Absolutely. everything went so right. Yes, yeah, so that's dope. I mean, we really think about people's life like in that sense, you 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 automatically appreciate people more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I do feel like well, coming in here today, walking through that door, I did. I feel like we've learned more about John Singleton just talking about him just now, having that conversation about him. Yeah. Than we have ever. We, we could have had if you just said rest in peace and moved moved on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause remember, you, I wasn't even gonna start out with that. I was gonna try to start with the other stuff, but that made more sense to start out. You know, and you know, just rest in peace to him, obviously. And I know people say 51 is is, is old, is, is a young age or whatever. You know, uh, I, I can't say whether it's young or not, but I do feel like he influenced so much that. He seemed like he may may, may have been older than fifty one mm. because of his reach and you know. I think I think it honestly makes me think about my dad because my dad I'm thirty three my dad is fifty three, fifty four yeah fifty four so um that's not too far from my dad so it's like in a in a sense that's kind of scary it's just like uh, yeah I know right know? and then it's a health issue it's like yeah. you just never 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 you just never know so. You know, it just, it just makes you, it makes you, again, it makes you think, it makes you appreciate life, it makes you appreciate the ones around you. Um, you know, like I said, life, life, life is, life is too short for, for petty-ish. So, let's just keep it moving and keep living, guys. But while we're speaking of petty-ish. Yeah, we got, um, we got to Life be, is too short, but we're young, so we're going <laughs> to get into it. Um, you know, but I will say this, Ojo saw I made a status today, and um, I, I think we all have this problem, like, I said, um, what did I say? I said, all right, so once before I started with, are we judging people or are we not judging people, right? I saw that post. And I, what made me think about that was this. Even even us, like, we always could say, and I, I got it from seeing somebody post something. Mm. And they were pretty much like, if you are a certain age, you shouldn't be going to Orange Crush, da, da, da. And I kept thinking to myself, like, why do you care if somebody going to Orange Crush? Or, mm. you know, whatever that, whatever that is. I guess I'm it's a little beach party. It's a college thing, I guess, whatever. Oh. But... Whatever. I'm like, why do you care? Somebody, if, if it's a college thing, it's my 25. College is for grown folks, technically speaking. I know it's like 18, 20, but they technically grown. Yeah. So if you want to keep going there and you, and you can do it, why am I judging you? But I started thinking that and I said, this is the same person that always talk about the struggle she has and don't want to be judged by this person. Like, so what are we doing here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
One day you're saying don't judge you because you're a single mom and you out here trying to get it and you're selling your jewelry, whatever that pop and stop stuff is. No disrespect to anybody that's selling it. <laughs> no, I'm saying no, no disrespect. I'm just saying. Pause. <laughs> it's not called pop and stop. That's the popcorn place. Well, what is it called? Paparazzi. Pop, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to disrespect the people. That's that, I got. I got. I was like, like, can't talk about pop and shot, stop. Well, first of all, shout out to pop stop. You got some of the best popcorn. Yes, absolutely. Final one, Spring Road. Um, but uh, yeah, the okay, paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Q. I think she sells it as well. Um, but it, I'm, not, I'm not talking about her, obviously. But um, yeah, this person, I'm like, okay, so you one day you judge people for not, and then you judge them for not buying your stuff, then you saying you you don't care they buy your stuff. Like it just like it's just so much. I'd be like, okay, then what are we doing now? Because we have to make sure like. We can't be one, and but we can. Mm. But for so, you know how some people just, it just irritates you. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like we can, but you can't because you go too hard sometimes when you try not to judge. So mm. I, I, I was thinking about it. And I said, well, and some of the comments was funny. It was like, well, I'm not gonna lie. It depends on what day I'm having, mm. whether I'm judging you or not. So if I'm having a bad day and I, I and and I'm, I might not judge. I don't care. Having a good day, and I'm having fun. I'm probably judging everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense because everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to judge, but nobody wants to be judged. Yeah. That's true. So it's cool to judge anybody all but then when it's on you, it's like, hey man, that person leave me alone. It like Kevin Hart a little bit. When he got mad and people joke about the the the, the cheating thing, whatever. Mm. Kinda like that. You, know, you make jokes all the time, somebody may joke on you, it's like whatever. But mm. um I say I, I just say I to say like life is short, you know, and um but at the same time, people are gonna be people. You know what I'm saying? We can't tell somebody not to talk about this, not talk about that. Mm. Or whatever the case may be. So um that I just thought that was funny. But uh, just a segue into directing, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to, you know, John Singleton one more time. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, we talk about influences, creating opportunities. Mm-hmm. These are some of the things we just talk about, talking about a director. Yes. Um, I don't know what John Singleton did on set all the time. I, I don't know, right? But I would assume he probably came across a few actors that he told to do this. They did something different. He liked it and he kept it in there. Absolutely. Because they were able to create, a, had their creative space. He probably gave it to them. Right. I noticed personally because I heard people say this sometimes, like, I did this even, even though he told me to do this, but it worked. So he kept it in the film. Right. That happens sometimes in, in direct. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Some directors, everybody, everybody works different. Some directors are going to micromanage. They want you to be this way and only this way. Right. It may or may not work for them. I don't know. Some directors may be like, listen, I'm giving y'all all the creative opportunity you want. I wrote it how I see it. If I see something off, I'll have you change it. If I like if I like it, if I, if I like it, I'll keep it in there. Right. Regardless of the fact, or some people like you, Carl, you know, I, I've been in your, your, um, your, in your sets. You might shoot a scene 30 times. It don't matter. You want to get it right. That's just, that's just, that's directing, you know what I'm saying, to me. Um, word on the street is, though. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just telling you about word on the street. I'll be on the street, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to be out <laughs> in the streets. Word on the street is, uh, you're not a real director. Mm. So, um, mm. while we have you here today, Mr. Okay. Carlton Clay, yes, uh, director Carlton Clay, uh, director of the year, we, I feel like Carlton Clay. We took a we took a flashback to of course we, 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 paper, right? because I want I wanted to interview a director today. <laughs> the streets told me you wasn't one, but I said no. The Carlton I know is definitely director because uh, uh, he's directed me. I don't know, like I've only been in uh, two shows and they both are his. And I, he had a camera there, so I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. You, you directed me. Told me carry this box. Don't carry that. You did. You did directing. I don't know. What, I guess not. Apparently, hey, where hey, the street hey, is. That's not. That's not what directors do. Hey man, don't stand there. Stand there. Okay, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? That was directing to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Apparently, it's not. We did a lot of takes, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I was hungry, but it was all good. I wasn't tripping. Um, now, if they said you're not a, uh, a caterer, yes, I would say that. Yes, no food was there, but it's okay. You know, I've been tripping on that. Um, but <laughs> you dumb. The streets. The streets are saying that. 
you know, you're not a director. So I'm just, I'm just want to, I want to know, like, are you or are you not? Like, is this official? Um, well, if the streets say it, you know, to say the streets is saying it's true. Then I guess the streets I'm, talk, you know, the streets, the streets do talk. I guess I'm not a director. Um, okay, so let's let's get into it. So basically, <laughs> um, and shout out to Shay Good. She had the, she she's <laughs> that's so funny. I um I wrote the post. This what happened. All right. So I found out that um one of the actresses that I now used to work with. Um, said that I won an award one year. What was the award for, please? Best director. Well, director of the year. Excuse me. Of the year. Director the whole of the year. year. Okay. Excuse so me. you were directing that year. Then. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, can you tell what year this was? I'm sorry. This was 2000, and it's it was what, what year? We're in 19, 2017. Okay, two years ago. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so um, I won an award apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> did um this. Uh, actress, if you want to call her that, said <laughs> that um, I should not have won the award because I don't direct. All I do is I write the script, give it to them, and kind of let them freely do what they want to do. Hmm. So, and before people try to come for me and say, well, why? who told you that? Uh, a very good friend who always has my back and so, and my mom always told me, consider, consider the source. I consider the source, and this source is trusted. So, therefore, I know this is great, inf- this is right information. I just don't feel like somebody would come to you and lie about somebody saying you're not a director. But the, go ahead. No, no, that's nothing. There's nothing to lie about. You know how people always be like, you don't, don't worry about. Here's another. I'm going to get back to this. But side note, I, I, I know. I side notes. Go it's, ahead. This is going to be a lot of side notes on this podcast. Um, <laughs> side note. <laughs> I... I have to write this on Twitter because I can't write on Facebook. People be commenting yeah. all the time. I was like, I'm so tired of people telling me what I need to, what I can and cannot post. And I get that we're in a professional setting and you don't, you can't, I've got, again, I got a lot better. You can't post everything because you have to worry about, you know, your business and your brand. And stuff. I get it. But at the same time, you get to a point where you just get tired of people trying you. And it's like, you got to like, hey, stop it. Like, chill. Like, because you don't really want to get me to the other side of where I can't control myself. Mm. I've been almost to that side before recently. It wasn't pretty. And it wasn't great. Mm. So, like, just let's let's chill on that. You know, and I know people be like, well, the higher you get in the industry, the worse it's gonna get. I get that. So let's shut it down now. So that way when we do when we do it, we know how to how to approach it. <laughs> Damage <me>. control. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and just shut it down. But anyway, so that was said. Um and for a second I took a step back and I was like, okay. And then I had to look at the person for who they were. And obviously this person's a snake and they're mm. fake. And it's like you when you when you were the type of person that always be trying to be up in their face and people be like saying, that's why you gotta be careful who compliments you and who praises you, because that's cause the same people that's praising you are the same people that's trying to pull you down secretly. Wow, am I in church today? Yeah, we are. Because you got to be careful because everybody, like they said, they did Jesus that way. They said Hosanna one day, then they said crucify him the next. So you mm. got to be careful. So this same person is, every time I see this person, oh, let me get a selfie with you. Oh, my gosh, I love working with you. You're amazing. You're great. You're this, you're this, you're this, you're this. And then it's kind of find out. It's like, oh, but I'm not a director. Even though you said I'm one, I've been, I'm one of the best directors you've ever worked with. Did she say director or did she say you wanted the bank? director. Was it, was it like a bleep out, one of the best I've ever worked with? No, it was director. I can hear. Okay, cool. I, I believe you too. So. <laughs> I'm just 
So it's like, again, sometimes you got to cut the grass because you got snakes in your garden. And in order to see those snakes, the grass needs to be cut. Holla at the Blair Brothers and let them cut your grass. That's funny. I knew you were going to say that. You're a funny guy, man. So <laughs> holla at them so they can cut your grass so, they can, so you can see yeah, those snakes. Because you got snakes in your garden. You might not be aware. Those snakes can be disguised as fans mm. or people that like your statuses or comment on your stuff or saying we rooting for you. And at the end of the day, they're really trying to, they're trying to destroy you. So you got to be careful with that. So I'm, Maine said something to me weeks ago, and it stuck with me. And I told him, like, he said, I'm too open. Sometimes, like I have this, because I have a, uh, I have a yearning for everybody I work with to be family. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, I've invited some Judases mm. into my family, and I said this last night too. I said sometimes you gotta let the Judases know that you know, mm. and what that means is I know that you're a Judas, so I want you to be aware. That's why I wrote my that status yesterday because I needed whoever the person that said it because I know they follow me I know they see my stuff because every time I talk to them they always mention this stuff that I've said right right I needed you to know that I know what you said and just be aware that I'm, I'm, that I'm, that I'm I know that you're a Judas I can just assume maybe it won't be won't be no more working together no I'm well good. I guess you're not direct you're not direct anyway I'm not direct so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so I mean even though you said I want to build your next project, or uh, you know, you said I want to make you know keep working with you, but I'm not a director, so doesn't matter. And, let, and, let's, wait, 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 and, and wait. let's just break it down too, like I said again, because we talked about John Singleton, we talked about Tyler Perry, we talked about um, Spike Lee, um, you know, all these directors. You got even Ava DuVernay, all these people, these directors. Everybody has a different style. Yes, and it's yes. you know what I'm saying so it's like you're not when you work with one director you're gonna get something totally different from working with the other one you know we all have the basics that we do but it's like as far as like just the style the print the hand print that we do it's all different you're not gonna when you go work with Tyler Perry you're not gonna get the same thing when you get when you work with Spike Lee two different mm. extremes yeah so yep. for you to come on a Victor Productions set expecting me to direct how Joe directs. <laughs> That's false on you. And also, too, as an actor, it's your job to, to, to do the work to figure out how you should play the role. Mm. That's, that's what it's called. You doing the backstory homework and doing all that stuff and doing all the subconscious thing, thinking things that you think the character, how they will relate. Based on the information that you're giving about the character, it's your job to do the work. So I want to read something real quick, not to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, I want to read the director stuff, and you tell me whether you, you know, you uh, fall under that category. It says, a director, a person who is in charge of an activity, department, or organization. Another thing it says, a member of a board who uh, manages or oversees affairs of a certain business. Then it also says, a person who supervises the actors, camera crew, and other staff for a movie, play, television program, or any type of production. Somehow, some way, you've 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 uh, you've managed to fall on three of those things, all three of them. Yeah, but I'm not director. Apparently not. Le- I'm not. Maybe okay. So either you're not director, or somebody doesn't know what a director is. <laughs> um, it's one of those two, though. Yeah, one of them. Listen, I like, wonder where that came from, though. Like, why would somebody just say you're not director? I, wonder, I don't. Like, I, what, but what it's, it's because it's it's again sometimes people um, 
when you're well, like when doing awards, when you're doing award shows and stuff, you're up against people that they think should have won because they have a close tie to that person some type of way. So, of course, they're going to think that that person should win. And when that person doesn't win, you want to try to do whatever you can to slam the person that does win. But that don't get that person an award. It doesn't. I mean, I, it's still sitting on my mantle. We should take a picture of it <laughs> that's and the, put the, it No, I'm telling you, that, that's the cover art. Yeah, that's Okay, the cover we can art. do that. I will grab it. I'll grab all of them, actually, if you want me to. Oh, can you do that? Take a picture with them like that? I sure can. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I That's going to be dope. And, you know, I should go ahead and bring my um, Young Professional of the Year award with me, and I should go ahead and, because it's right there, I should go ahead and grab my, somebody Ge- saying I should grab my Georgia Trend award, too. Just should, get everything. We're going to get everything. I just... should grab it. But I'm not a director. Apparently not. So, uh, and we've been real petty right now, but we got time, so. Hey, we got, I mean, it's we got slow time. week, man. We got time for it. But, no, but, all, but in all seriousness, though, I just feel like, People, this is not just with me, but just in general. And I'm seeing this a lot more, especially here in Augusta, and it's really sad. And then because I work a lot in North Carolina now, I'm really seeing it. Because, And I'm going to tell you this. This is another side note. Um, oh, I love him. Um, <laughs> when I first started working in North Carolina, someone came up to me and was like, hey, I love what you're doing because you're getting people to actually come together. We don't really have a lot of that here because everybody's trying to, um, compete and do their own thing, and they're always trying to tear each other down. I didn't really believe it because I'm coming, you know, I'm leaving Augusta, not really leaving, I'm still living here, obviously, but I was leaving Augusta doing stuff in North Carolina to kind of spread myself and kind of right, like right. spread my wings and also get into a new environment, a new arts environment. So I didn't see it then. Definitely see it now. And I see what that guy was talking about because it's like people are so. So it just makes you show you that anywhere you go, people are going to be cutthroat. So you can't escape it. Like you said it, like you were talking about how people always saying they want to move to Atlanta or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, your problems are not going to change because you move from one city to the next. Yeah. You're basically going to encounter the same problem, but with different faces. And now, you, now you're the outsider in that city also. So Absolutely. If I'm going to deal with it sometimes, at least let me deal with it in a place where I'm a little popular, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like maybe it'll happen, just, maybe it'll happen as, as, as deep or I won't get cut as deep or right. you know what I'm saying? So. Right. So this, like I said again, it's just, just in general though, People, you don't have to tear someone down to build yourself up. And I felt like in that moment when she said that I'm not a director, she was using that to try to tear me down to build the person who she wanted to win up. And in that case, that's not needed. Um, Never if needed. the person is good, like you said, like you said, if the person is dope or if they're a hustler, they're a grinder, whatever, they're gonna do good wherever they're gonna be. It doesn't matter. Their work gonna speak for themselves. Exactly. You gotta be a hustler. So you don't have to tear somebody down just to, to make yourself feel better. Um that's in any arena. This is not just the film or whatever, or podcast or whatever. If you dope, you dope. And that's the end of the line. That's the end of that. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, to me, a lot of times, and I guess I can I can understand what you're saying as far as somebody just coming out of nowhere saying some frivolous things, and it's like if to that one person you're not a director, let's just say it's fine. Let's say, oh, it's fine, you know. But to so many other people, you so much more than director anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that it matters, but at the same time, it's like you, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're my face. If I, if I, if I, if I shot you a script today, you're gonna be, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna jump at it. But I'm not a director. You know what I'm saying? It just don't make sense. But I get what you're saying. I think a lot of times there's a lot of envy, a lot of jealousy, and 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 businesses where. Awards means so much because that award might not mean a lot to you, right. but it might might do. Right. But let's say it just don't. It probably mean a lot to somebody that they wanted to get it. So, also too, to add to that list, people being in your ear, 
Because what happens a lot of times, you might you might be cool with somebody, or you might be like excited about working with that certain person, but that one person doesn't like that person gets in your ear and starts whispering all this toxic stuff, and that changes your viewpoint of the person you was cool with. Yeah, so but that that's, too. that's also some kind of uh, control thing too, because people will tell you stuff that's about a person that they don't want you to know, so you don't like them anyway. Mm. You got to watch out for that, because there's always a reason why somebody just willingly telling you some stuff about somebody. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you didn't ask for it. Yeah, just out of nowhere, like, hey, you don't, you know, but nah, there's something wrong with you, probably. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not that person, but... Like, I tell people all the time, like, I tell as far as we're keeping it, talking about work, when, if I ask you, if I say, man, how is it working with Sasha? I expect for you to tell me the truth. Yeah, Because yeah, I yeah. ask. But if you just come to me, you see me working with Sasha, and you see me have a good relationship, and because just because you don't like her, you just come, automatically come to me like, hey, you know, such, 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 such. Like, it's, it makes yeah, you. Yeah, trying to create that rift there. Yeah, it makes you look at a person like, okay. Unless unless that person, like, is really, really, really damaging. And also, if, like, most of the people are saying stuff, then, you know, everybody ain't lying. So, but I, but it's a difference when you, I, I ask you versus you volunteering to, Tell me because you're trying to be messy. But so. could so let me ask you this then. Could in the situation that, that we're talking about at hand right now, how could that be resolved? And I'm only asking that question because of course, here, you know, fine, we talk about good stuff, bad stuff, right. maturity, immaturity stuff. It's like we we humans, so it's a mixture of all that stuff Absolutely. with it. Um if this person was to hear this or whatever, or just feel hit by it or understand it, maybe they said it. Because maybe they don't even know. Maybe they just say bad stuff about everybody. You're not a real actor, you're not a real director, you're not a real this, you're not a real that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But um, how could that be resolved or just uh, talked about? Would, you, would, that, would that be something you want to talk about with somebody? Um, like them clarifying those statements if, if, or, or apologizing? If the person wanted to have a conversation, but I know this person isn't rational, so that's not going to happen. Um, if, the, if the conversation were to happen, I need you to own up to what you said. And don't, be, don't pussyfoot around and try to make it seem nice. I want, yeah. you, to be, I want you to own up to say, you, I said... That I think that you're not a real director, and you know, and, and you know, honestly, if that's your opinion, cool, that's that's great. But don't go around slandering the trying to downplay my accomplishments and things that I've done again to make you or the person that you want to win feel better. Yeah. So, that's, but that's your question. If the person were to come to me correctly. Don't be coming with no attitude because like you were the one that was in the wrong. So if you were coming with me correctly and we and and own up to what you said, then we can have a conversation about it. Now, am I going to work with you again? No, I'm good on that. Like I'm good because you know I'm not I'm not a person that's going to get bit twice. So, so I, I, and and just to just I mean conclude on that. Um, like I guess I agree. I feel like. And sometimes I do see you put like post. I'm like, ah, uh, but I, I never, I never comment like I don't post it. I, don't, I just wait till I see you. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait, wait till I see you. You gave me a uh, emoji yesterday, the, the hand on the face emoji. Oh, it was just, no, it was, just, it was, it wasn't because I was saying like a relapse. It was just, I was saying like, who would say that? I'm, I'm, I'm more so doing that to the, the, the thing that was said, not you posting it. You know what I'm saying? It was, but, but it you threw know me what? off. I'm like, well, I ain't gonna lie though. He? Them comments was funny. Um, Shay was like. We just talked about this, and I just really did, and though. I laughed, and because I was like, you, you "We denied really it." Did. I said, "I said, I said last week you relapsed," and you was like, "No, I don't, no, I don't." And now it's like she like, "Up, oh, it go made with something true," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to me, I won't call it relapse because I know what you can say and how you can go. You, you, you are were at one point on my um, see more list, so a lot of your, oh, con- a lot of your yeah, stats would be like yeah. see more, and I hate to hit see more. Right, right. 
Um, so, but it, it, this was short and sweet. I was like, oh, Carlton's doing better now. So, um, <laughs> but, but it was funny because my aunt, <laughs> I would say the streets. My mama was like, we'll leave it in the streets. Yeah, that was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, Mama Clay spoke, man. That's, that's it. Funny. That's it. My mom and my aunt was like, leave, leave them in the streets. It was funny. That's funny. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, leave it in the streets is funny. That's, that's funny. To me, <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, um, I, I, don't know you, I don't know how you feel about this at all, but I do feel like in the future, let's say something do come up. We need to take the time to just go ahead and do it, man. One of these podcasts, something come up like that, you can hold it in or you say it, I'm going to say, hey, man, listen. And it's always like before we record, too. I'm going to say, hey, man, we're going to do it. We're going to record. You're going to get the person's phone number. We're going to call them on air. And I want to put somebody on the spot one day. I really, mm. and, but I, what I don't want to do, I don't want to do this. Not that I care, but I feel like, I feel like you control yourself. I don't want to have it with, like, it's like a crazy argument and just going back and forth, wild, yeah. whatever. But I wouldn't mind if I knew you had the upper hand in it, obviously, too. You know what I'm saying? But just to kind of like, not not for shock value or like that, but I do feel like we put a lot of work in what we do in the podcast like that. Sometimes I do, and I, it, it could do another thing. It could just be something that's not that big of a deal, and it could get, I don't know how, how it would turn out in the podcast, right? I'm right. always curious to see whether it's going to be handled, whether it's going to be agreeing and disagree, whether it's going to be. Uh, uh, a nasty call, you know what I'm saying? How it's gonna turn? I'm, 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 mad. I'm worried about that. Cause I'm listening to the podcast, obviously. But at the same yeah. time, I do feel like if it was a, a case where it got handled on air and like it got, I'm not gonna lie. One of the cases, one of the situations you had, I started to do that, but I said nah, cause I don't know if I want homie on things. So I was, I was like nah, because uh, I feel like I might say something. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I really don't like to do it anyway. So, but um, oh, but yeah, oh, okay. I, I was like nah, okay, okay, okay. Okay. I was but like, I've had it in my mind for a minute. Like yo, once next time you have it, like, every time I say that. I'm gonna stop thinking that. Every time I say that, a new beef come up. But I'll be like, every time you have beef, you know what I'm saying? Um, something happens. So something to think about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just in case um if you ever know you have an issue, we can say you need a call. So go ahead and do that, man. One day, one time. We get everything set up, cameras, all that stuff. We have it right. <laughs> Cause I, I do like that sometimes. I like, honestly we we joke, but you know, that's kind of how the Breakfast Club ended up staying on air. Remember that Ray J thing? They were they about to get shut off, they were saying. Mm. And then that Ray J called up, and that thing happened with his fabulous and all of that, and their number just went crazy from there. Like, mm. but that was like they was like they said they was like two weeks from getting cut off. Wow, our numbers are doing doing better. I mean, we, yeah, we we in a good space right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, they, they, and I get a lot of likes and emails now from the from the from me posting stuff. So um, I've been trying to stay on top of that. It's hard. It's hard. I, it's been hard, but I, I still been doing it. So it's so hard now because you do producing a little bit. But I'm gonna take a step back on that a little bit. I'm gonna have to tell people like, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I'm gonna, I'm only able to do it maybe like twice a week. So if we get them two spots, that's who get them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because uh, I gotta focus on my my stuff. I got going on. Now if everybody's on my station, they'd be different. You know what I'm saying? If they, everybody just say I'm oh you upload to their page, I I produce everybody's. But oh, the so the people that you produce are on your page. No, I'm, I, just, I get paid for it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know that. No, I'm just yeah. So if you, but if you was my pay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want to get paid for it because it'd be, it'd be undermined. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I thought everybody was. I thought your network was growing. Nah, just my the wallet. Just yeah, that's, that and um, my equipment is just getting used a lot. Yeah, that's about it. You know. But but you know the funny thing every time I see you, it's like you have something new. I only I use that. I put my anything I get from that. I put it back into that's beautiful. The thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't spend it really. Speaking of this, ain't really speaking of. But I want to give a shout out to everybody who bought VPN Mag. We actually sold everything. In the first week, this is the first time we did it. I think me and you, me and you, me and you, said that was gonna happen too. We said when AE would get a cover, yeah. we, we can't we can't say it on air, but we spoke about that. We was like, it's gonna the next one gonna sell out. Yeah, it's it's it did amazing. So shout out to AE, shout out to everybody who bought, shout out to Rita May, our new um, creative director. 
Um, it's it's amazing. Like I said, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I was really worried about the transition because um, I've never done a magazine before, and so the person that was doing the layout was doing every, pretty much everything as far as that's concerned. So I had to do everything this time, and I was really super nervous about doing it because I didn't know what I was doing. But just following the blueprint, trusting God, trusting my instincts, asking for help. It, it all worked out. So, and this, honestly, people have said this is the best cover thus far, as far as everything. So, it's, it's I want to say this on the air since we're here, and I want to just say, first of all, shout out to you and shout out to your whole team, you know what I'm saying, for y'all putting the magazine together all the time because y'all do a good job with the interviews and getting the feedback and reaching out to everybody. I know it's hectic time when y'all got to crunch time and put yeah. all that time, time effort in. That's when you, when you deal on other people's time. It's always right. hard. But I want to say, um, I do think that if, if like what you just said to me, I, I think that you need to get your camera out, your your camera camera, uh-huh. go somewhere, sit down after you take the picture, or whatever. I ain't gotta be here to do that, but you you know do it, whatever. And you need to say it and actually have that edit and put on put on the internet. I think that people need to know that you know this was the first officially sold out magazine. I think that's something you want to share to the people. You know what I'm saying? Or if we go live, whatever. I don't know, but I'm saying that for two reasons. Obviously, you know. I am in that petty category for one. You are. Um, you keep my but petty alive. I, I know, but I like to do it in a classy way. You, yeah. I feel like if I lose, when I lose supporters, and I, and I have I have like a great, and I, I work hard to get some more, and it's working for me. Oh, I'm out there. I'm telling you, because you, you're going, I, you're going to see me. Like I don't care how you feel. You might feel like this way. You might feel like you like to think that if they're not part of the team or if they're not this, it won't work. Mm. But what they understand is like, no, I'm going to work harder, and it's going to work even better now. Cause what that might what what I thought was good support maybe turned out to be dead weight. So now oh. I got that off my back, Uh-oh. I'm able to move a little bit more now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? The main. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? That was I, a word. I, I, I just I just talking, man. You know, you that know what was saying? a word, bro. But um, yeah, I definitely because what you just said, I thought about that. I think about that picture that you you know you're gonna take when you get the stuff down. I'm like, you need to flex a little bit sometimes. I'm not gonna lie, man. You might need to flex. maybe wait, maybe you know you know you know. Get your little beard trimmed up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, no, yeah. I'm, I'm for real. I, no, I, I, I really I'm, think that you should do a video with right all now. your all, all your comments and be like, "Yo, me VPN, you know my and I need you need to name each trophy. Be like, we like to thank y'all, you know what I'm saying? This is a uh, director of the year right here. This is uh, you know, I think you need to just you know flex a little bit, have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, my, but honestly, I'm gonna say this. It's funny you say that because Neil, shout out my cousin Neil. He says that all the time. He says that I need to. Um, Celebrate more. I just, I, I say that because I think a lot of times, and I don't know what the what the average synopsis of, synopsis of you is because I only know you for what I know, and then people that we know, they're all cool with each other, so we have the same kind of uh, outlook outlook on you. I can't say which enemies know because I don't know them, mm. but what I say is how I look at it: like you work hard, and you, you I, I know, I know you joke, I know you can be goofy, like I see with your family and stuff, yeah. but I want to see that. Carlton plus the directing Carlton all together, mm. and I feel like with if that with a video like that you do just a joke, it could be something just joke, but it's still the truth because it's still like, hey, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? But I want, I want, I think I don't think people really know all your accomplishments because even though you post pictures, but you don't like say it every day. You don't throw it in your face every day. You might say it once here, once there. You might share a memory, but it's not like you ever sit back and just. People can really got a video. They can sit back and see all your copy. Like we just read a, we just read a John Singleton. Yeah. You don't have all that just somewhere. Like it's no, it's no stacker to put. Like okay, he got this, 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 this. You know what I'm saying? I think I think because I, I guess I grew up or I was raised in a way to where you, you, you just allow, 
You allow your work to speak for yourself. I'm telling you that it's gonna be that, that video be, be be monumental for you. I'm telling. I, I will. I, I I know. I know it's gonna be funny. I know you're gonna joke. <laughs> you just gotta have. I think you have fun with, with so many actors and you direct and you do all. The, I think sometimes you gotta sit back. Even in your shows, I know you don't never be the main character, but when you are, like even on um the show, we already know them. Like, oh, I, I love the character because like it's a different cost and it's just like you, you're just fun on it. You know what I'm saying? But you writing it in the sense of having fun. Um, it's fifty nine thirty, so we're gonna say bye to Charlotte. All right, Power One Hundred Four. We're gonna say goodbye. But if you guys want to listen to the rest of this podcast, go to uh, SoundCloud.com backslash More Than The Masters, or you can go to Facebook uh, More Than Masters um, podcast on Facebook. We share a link. Uh, VPN share a link. Uh, Carlton Clay share a link. Yep. I share a link. Um, so you, you can't. It's no reason not to find it. That's um, right. So we'll be right back. We're gonna throw to a tune real quick, and then we're gonna be right back. You're listening to Fire Nights. Oh yeah. hard times, but my drive keep me standing tall through the grind, so when that storm come, I smile at them gray skies, though the odds against me, I'm still fighting, and like father time history, I'm still writing, I embrace struggle, I endure the pain, cause the sunshine always comes out the rain, So heavy, it's forcing you to be stronger. Life is crazy and sometimes bipolar. Way more highs and lows than your favorite roller coaster. And getting through it sometimes can be hell. Especially when you're down and no one really cares. Bills piling up, your paper trail was still. You down bad, got you singing blues like a deal. But don't stop, don't stop. Keep pushing. You ain't by yourself, cause God is always looking. The fact that you're still here is only proof in the pudding. Always keep that faith in that recipe that you're cooking. It's easier said than done, but you can shine bright just like the morning sun. I embrace the struggle, I endure the pain, cause the sunshine always comes after rain.
dealer. Dorian. Dorian Harris, also known as the art dealer that was after the rain. Off of I think we did project. play that before. I like uh, that Life song, Love, though. Loyalty. Yeah, we did play that one time. That's a good project, by the way, too. Calling, dropping his phone. Uh, dropping everything over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. If you guys also... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm tuning on Starburst. If you guys got um, some music y'all want to um, play here on Fire Arts, we love playing music, but it has to be clean. No curses, as Mang says. It has to be good, too. Yeah, too. I'm not going to lie. I hate, I hate editing. Like, what what music? My I, oh, my bad. I'm trying to just make a piece. <laughs> you know, we, we, we got iPhones right here, so you know, that little piece. Everybody know about that. Yeah, appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to ever have to edit a song. But the song is fire. Obviously, you know you're gonna take that time to do so. Yeah. But um, yeah. If I could not do that, that'd be dope. I'm gonna tell you right now. Nine times out of ten, if I hear the curse part, I'm just turning it off. I'm not, I, I, if he's in music, I hear the curse. Up, oh, can't do it. Yeah. Now I can play it on mine, but this is be on radio, so we can't just play yeah. anything on, on here. three stations. So you know, yeah, we're not and, real. And we, growing. Somebody probably said we're not a real podcaster. So you know, mm, probably you know. not. A question. I know we didn't discuss talking about this, but I, I, I want to ask you this. So I want to call this the wave. Right, mm-hmm. everybody seems to be on a wave. Uh, one point in time, people were on a playwriting wave. Everybody was writing plays, <laughs> and then we were on a web series wave. Everybody wanted to be a web series creator. Now I'm starting to see the podcast wave, yeah. and I want to ask you because you are definitely one of the first people that I know that was on the podcast here in the city. How do you feel about this wave? Um. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a wave, and around the whole world, really, but definitely in in, the, in this area, especially since it's so small. I, I don't I don't have a, necessarily have a problem with it because I feel like I, I I'm I feel like I've I've done a good job of bettering my craft, like trying to uh, talk better and just having good content, and building rapports. I feel like people. They hit me up a lot about when they projects or something dropping or when they got something going on to come on the podcast. Every week I get somebody that, you know, it might be last minute, but they'll still reach out to me so I know I'm doing something right. Mm. As long as you do it the right way, I guess it's cool. And, and I hate to say the right way, like, you got to come through me. You don't have to. But a lot of people do come to me and they, give me, they ask for advice and stuff, and I have to sit down talk to them, talk to them for a little while. Mm. And not saying they have to pay homage, but they at least let me know, like, you know, you're, you, you've influenced me to do such and such, so I want to ask you questions, da da da. Mm. And if it don't work out, I can't trip, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they reached out, whatever. And I'm always willing to, I, I want to be good. That's all. I want everybody's podcast to be good. So mm. if you reach out and you're doing it, I don't I don't really care about if a lot of people are doing it because I do feel like, like you say us, I feel like wherever, everything I got, I got my hand into, I feel like we, we good money because I, I don't put out BS. Like, mm. we don't really put out, like, Trash episode. If we ever did, we the next one we just we made up for it. Like yeah. that's how we always really do it. So, but I don't think people really recognize that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they understand the work that go into it. Like for me, I know right. I worked what nine to six today. I came here six thirty. I just came straight here, mm. and I'm working in. Then I gotta go home, get my daughters ready. You know what I'm saying? So it's lots of stuff going into it for just podcasting in general. I think people think they're just gonna sit down and and be able to talk. Now some people can do that because they they might pay this and pay that, but it's, it's so much that go into it. I feel like that's why you see like people do stuff and stop. Mm. So whereas this been over a year now with us, um, I've been doing it three years exactly this month. Um, Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And we then, used to celebrate that. I think that's 
Not to cut you off, but I think that's important. Like, you know, when you hit those marks, kind of sometimes you're so busy yeah. in the grind, you forget. And then you think about it later, oh, yeah, it's been whatever. I think those, but that's important. Like, just having those anniversaries. Like, just like, hey. Uh, now, that's true. Every April, I always think, like, okay, how can I better it? How can I better it? How can I better it? And, you know, the, the goal is just to get better with sound and stuff like that. But um, that's the original question, though, with the whole, with the wave, how I feel about it. Like I said, to me, it's, it's it's hard to ask me that question because I feel like I've I ain't say I've done enough but I've done enough I've done enough to be recognized as that's the guy that does that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's been doing it and like you say one of the first people people recognize me one of the first people a lot of people say oh, I always do a podcast I always do one and that's cool I believe them but they didn't do it right so, absolutely um, that's the that's the difference yeah so and I've done it and I, and I started. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to give myself extra cool, but I started ex- ex- at 100% on my own. It wasn't like this person helped me do that. It was 100%. Like, it's like, you know how people say they're independent, but they're never independent? Mm-hmm. This is 100% independent. It's like, it's no, I wasn't, there was no gimme. Nobody bought this for me and said, hey, do that. Everything was on my own. So, if you if you want to take the time to do the research and stuff and you better yourself, cool. You know what I'm saying? But if not, just don't do not do it because it's, it's already, it's like rap now. It's like, it's already oversaturated. So, only a few can make it out, so don't oversaturate it trying to get a hit podcast. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, this when you're not really gonna take the time to you know appreciate. And it's journalism too. People understand. Now, if you're doing a podcast, you're just talking to yourself or with yourself, and that's your thing. Cool. But if you're trying to do something that's gonna like reflect journalism, reflect that, like doing it with you is dope because you've been you've been in the news before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have some kind of background. You know, somebody might say you're not a news person, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not. You know, you, but. They might say not a journalist, but you interview people on the news, so that's considered, you know. But hey, whatever. Um, but it's just you got to mesh well, and I just feel like when the podcast boom now, I've seen some not the distant by, I just seen somewhere it's not a podcast, it's just a live show. Like, All right? Here's the thing: I, for me, I I can tell the difference between somebody who's passionate about this is something that they really want to do and really want to make an impact versus somebody who's just riding the wave and trying to just yeah. be because so and so is doing it, and I think I can do it better, so I'm gonna do it too. So. I'm gonna tell you this. Just like I said, the month that you took off last year was a learning lesson for me because I had to do the podcast to keep it going. Because um, again, we are on different stations, yeah. so it's like it'd have been different. It was just us, us yeah, we and then stop, we could yeah. just stop. But we are obligated to, you know, do these shows if we want to stay on. So I learned how hard it was doing it. Like it was to me. Not saying I never appreciated, it, but actually doing it. I was like, this ain't no joke. Like, you have to make sure the level's right. You have yeah. to listen to yourself and listen to the other person. And it was some times I was effing up. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> and <laughs> people, I don't think people understand, like, not that it's too much home, but, like, well, how we do it, I don't listen. I just, I, I, I'm always looking at the screen. So even yeah. when you got guests, I'm looking at the screen, looking at the time. If you notice, I'm, I'm, it's always me saying, like, hey, you almost up for Charlotte because I'm looking at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's a lot that go into it. People don't understand. But I, and I try to tell them, but I guess... Like 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 you were telling somebody, you wouldn't tell nobody so many difficulties because you overcome them, so it's hard to speak on them. Because mm-hmm. to us, it just like milestones, and I have to, I have to start getting back into them and ask me about doing it, tell them how tough it is. Cause I'm always telling them like, oh, you, I always encourage everybody. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that wave, I do feel like, but I, and I feel like I produce some, I produce some shows. Like I think maybe not except two. Every other podcast that can, I produce at least one of them, and. You do find that some people really just they they want to just come sit down, talk only, and go about their business. It's fine. It's just I would tell people with a podcast, and you really can have your own thing. And I people understand like even with us. So look at us. No, just no shade to nobody, nothing like that. And it's not it's really not a petty moment for real. But like you look at us and the stations we on, 
And like, so if something do happen, like where, like, like obviously shout out to Ryan Ready, but say something happened on the radio stations down, we would be we would still be able to put our stuff out because of how we do how we do ours so separate from everybody else's. Right. So even when we step in buildings, I would like any deal we get is gonna be different because we don't rely on no nobody else to you know, record our stuff. Right. So I always feel like it's different. So that podcast wave and stuff like that, like it's a lot of show, but I would say that's more radio, around here radio, but it's more show oriented stuff. We do our so different because, and we get, we get, we get a different, a different deal really because we, we come in with nothing. We come in with everything. Like not, we not come with nothing. We come with everything. Mm. So they don't need to babysit us or nothing like that. They have to like say, Hey, um, you gotta come here this day. They ain't gotta set a time for us to record. No, we'll send you this by this day, and you put it out. You know what I'm saying? So our thing is always different from everybody else's. So I like that about what we do for that podcast thing going on, and we just got a different, different mesh and different vibe. And um, everybody, it just ain't for everybody. But I understand everybody gonna do it, and I can't. Like I said, I'm not gonna knock you. But I always say this: the real gonna always last, Absolutely. and the fake not. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And that's how it goes. So like, even with you, like I mean, you said playwriting thing. Some, some people that you probably that you probably remember from doing that not writing plays no more. Mm. Playwriting didn't didn't phase out. It's, it stopped being fun because they probably couldn't they probably really couldn't do it. Mm. People wasn't receiving it like they're receiving yours. Playwriting is not dead. It's just everybody can't write plays. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like a podcast. So the podcast wave is big. It's booming and everything. Like I posted today. I posted today about that. I said, hey, besides now, name the podcast that I know. Right. Right. I that's consistent that. though. Right. But that's I didn't want I didn't want to throw that word in it. I didn't want to this nobody, but. But it's the difference between being a podcast and being a consistent podcast. But here's so. the thing, though. Like, I feel like you, I, I mean, I'm glad you put what you put, but I feel like you should have put that word out there because it, I always say if you feel hit, if, if I didn't directly hit you but you still feel hit, then you need to do something about yourself. That's you. The crazy thing is some of the people with, people that commented didn't comment. They didn't tag anybody. They just posted a um, a picture. And I was like, well, how, how are they supposed to know you recognizing them? You just screenshot a picture. No, not, not dissing them, but saying like, yeah. so they tell me they don't have a page set up on Facebook and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot that go into it that people don't really understand. You can't just set up a podcast one day, have the name and think you can get good money. No, you got a microphone, you got a recording st- stuff. You got money for a studio time if you're going to be doing that. You got a topic, what you're going to be talking about. Like, you don't have a lot of that stuff. So That's, This is unrelated, but kind of related. This is like when some, some one time somebody... Got upset with me because I didn't feature them. We were, at one point I was doing, I was working with a group of people and we were doing the artist plug-in, and that's when we was uh, getting creatives together in Augusta, just having people come together and get to know each other. Because again, there's a lot of creatives in the city, but you don't know what the other person does. Um, so we was doing that at one point, and uh, each quarter we had a feature person, you know, performing. Right, right, right. Um, and so. One person wanted to feature, and I was asking. I was like, "Well, where's your music so I can listen to it?" Um, she was like, well, I, it's, "I was." She was like, "I said, you have a SoundCloud, or you know, are you on any streaming service so I can listen to your music?" No, and I'm like, "Okay, well, how, I'm like, well, how can I listen to your music? The whole city know me." Wait a minute, ma'am. First of all, I didn't ask you who knew you. I asked you about your music. Second of all, I don't know who you are. I live in the city. Everybody <laughs> means everybody. So if I don't know who you are, then that means everybody in the city don't know you. You can't say everybody, and then like if one person doesn't know who you are, then that's not everybody. Everybody means everybody. You can't change the definition because you want to. So she got upset with me, and then um, you know how did you friend somebody to talk to him? Then she ended up unfriending me that day. <laughs> and I was like, she was like, um, you can listen to my stuff on Facebook. I don't want to go through your Facebook wall. 
I'm not doing that. Well, I that's, mean, that's that. Well, to touch what you said, you know what the good thing about that is, I think people when they when, they, when stuff do boom like podcasts or playwriting, direct them or little short little short series or whatever. Um, I think people don't. First of all, you can't when it comes to art. It should be never be a boom in it. You either want to do it, or you don't want to do it. Absolutely, it shouldn't be a boom in it. But if, if that's the case, so be it. But that's why art be so saturated now because because of booms. But um, just to touch on it, like I feel like people see the boom comes from people seeing the success. So like if I look at you per se, right, and I think about the, the awards you got and stuff like that. Let's say the year start at 2012. Let's just say that mm-hmm. you got awards starting in 2012. You started way before that, right. so I didn't see none of that. Right. But I'm seeing that, and I'm looking at other people. I'm seeing that, but I'm not seeing the beginning ground. I'm just right. seeing, like even now, people look at me. So three years, or whatever. It's really nothing, but it's, it's something. Right. But if you look is. at three years, and people, a lot of people, a lot of people just now. I, I mean, at work, people are like, ain't you on the internet? Ain't you on the internet? So it's kind of weird. I'm my, I'm, I'm my boss, you know, at work. Right. And like, everybody, why, why everybody keep knowing you from the internet? I'm like, nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't trust me. Don't check it because you don't want to know because you white. But no, no big deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, like. That's that's a, three years is a long time to get that that recognition. It so is. imagine how it's gonna be six years or nine years, right? And you see a six year, my six year put in work. You over a decade put in work. You can't think that just because it's a boom or something that you can have that instant gratification that they get in. So I think now people stop because they don't get the instant oohs and ahs because they they didn't see the messed up work that y'all put out. Absolutely. Or that the 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 the. It's still beautiful, but beautiful mistakes that were put right. out. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't see that. So when they start making it, like, oh, now people not people not rocking me. Da, da, da. No, you have to work your way up. Everybody, like, shout out to Shay Good. I, I heard. I'm not gonna lie. I did hear the first podcast. It was it was amazing. It was great. Mm-hmm. She did her due diligence though. You know what I'm saying? So I have to give her credit for that. Is everyone gonna be like that? Probably not. It's gonna be, probably gonna have a dry one at some point. I hope not, but she probably would. If she do, she'll know the change from there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, my thing is just. People don't see those podcasts. They don't see the podcasts of me, me and you when we just tired. Yeah. Like one time you came from somewhere and we were just tired. We were just talking. And the next day we was like, yo, we was like, uh, what we said? We was like, hey, man, we gonna get a better podcast. We, I mean, we just talked for two hours, but it was like, it was so, it was like so all over the place. It was yeah. nothing. <laughs> but then from there, we always said we gonna have a structure. Like it took one time for us to have not a, a, not, a not good one. We was yeah. like, ah, right, we can't do that, bro. Like, yeah. but it took one time. We ain't wait three, five. We ain't be, we ain't be like. Dang, listen's low. They must not like us. No, we knew that. We like that wasn't a good one. We got to. Yeah, so yeah. it just come from that. But you got you got to be artistically uh, inclined some some kind of way. I think, like I said, you said the word is consistent. I think it just in anything you do, if you want people to really be, you want people to support you. If you want people to really rock with you, you got to be consistent. Nobody's gonna take you seriously if you keep jumping from one thing to the next. So like I say, one week you doing a podcast, you do it for three weeks. All right, I won't do that no more. I'm gonna do a play now. I'm gonna be a playwright, and you do that. You do one play. I don't want to do that no more. I'm gonna be a model, all right. And then oh, I'm gonna be a spoken word artist. Like you, you, yeah, you all over real. the place. I'm not saying you can't do multiple things, but you have to be consistent in what you do. Now I will say that if that's your thing, I thought I doing that one summer. If that's your thing to do, and you can do that well, cool. Like you like you like to jump to different things. You just trying to jump in bags. I'm all for it. That's what you want to do. Just do, do just do your due diligence, but. I always say this sometimes. You know how you I like say people I would say to me, like if I had to put you in one category, I would say director. Not act, I would just say director, right? But let's say one day you was like, I'm gonna this this year I wanna I wanna direct, I'm gonna act, I'm gonna do comedian, I'm gonna do stand up, I'm gonna you just say you're gonna do everything, right? And you right. did it or I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that cause I know you're just trying to do it, but I know that's something you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing it because it's a way, you're doing it because you just wanna try it. Right. Uh, I can appreciate there's that. There's nothing wrong with trying, but uh, again, if you're going but if you want I think for people, if you want people to like really Really, really rock with you. Like for people, people. Someone told me 
the reason why they really rock with me because they I'm consistent, mm-hmm. like with my shows. Like it might be I might end a show or whatever, blah, 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 but I'm always consistently moving forward with the show. So I um that's something that I I hold dear to me as far as being consistent. I'm known as being consistent, and so again you. You nothing wrong with doing different things. If you feel like you're multi talented, that's great. Don't ever be put in a box. Don't let nobody put you in a box. Oh no. But no what I'm boxes. saying is don't just do something because somebody else is doing it. You think that's the way you're gonna get put on. And that's something you know that you don't that you're not gonna be consistent in doing. Like I say it's easy for you to say, Okay, I'm gonna be a spoken word artist because you see a lot of people doing it. But if you're not gonna be consistently and study your craft and really study and be good at what you do, then there's no need don't do it. Cause you're gonna you're gonna look stupid. Exactly. You gonna look crazy in these streets because you up here trying to <laughs> do all this stuff and you and you just wild, riding waves like that's it's a no. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and then we can move on. My god brother told me um, this was when I was um, working writing my books. Well, people don't know I am an author. Um, I have four books. Apparently, so. you're not an author though. I guess not. <laughs> um, um, but I have four books. Um, a series called, <laughs> called As the Earth As the Earth Spins. It's this whole series. Um, wrote it wrote in the early 2000s um he told me that when you really make it they're gonna people won't think you're, you're an instant success they're not gonna see the 20 25 years that you put behind nobody ever does you know what i'm saying so he said just remember that when you continue to move forward if you feel like nobody's really supporting you then they're not supposed to support you. They're doubting you right now. Let them continue to do that. You're moving in the right direction. Once you make it, they're going to be like, oh, he's over that success. That's you can be like, nah, I had this, 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 and this. So I always took that to heart when he told me. And I was like, yeah, you just got to just keep pushing and keep grinding. So, I said, I would I would also put that with the topic of the day, obviously, with you not being director, because once you make it, you'll be a director then. I guess so. Oh, you no, know it's going to be when you make it? Oh yeah, he, I, I worked with him before. Yeah, he's a great director. Now I'm using your name to, to get other work. I worked mm. with I worked with Carl Clay before, but right now you're not a director because I guess your name you, still doubt mode going on. So yeah, but um, you ready for um I'm the ready. segment? Let's get it. We got two this time, right? We got two. We got two. Double. No Double. slow. We got two. Let's talk about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get into it. Let's play the All right, so you guys know that this was a big, big weekend. Um, the Avengers Endgame came out this past weekend. Um, <laughs> side note, not going to go see it because I haven't seen any other movies. That's so. a side note, not excited. <laughs> nah, I, um, I haven't seen it, so that won't make sense for me to go see it. I haven't seen any other ones. Only thing, only one I saw was Black Panther, so of course I was in Wakanda. Um, but also another big, you know, big show out that's out is Game of Thrones. I don't watch that show either, but everybody was talking about it on social media. Oh, that's that's what got me. Yeah, got GOT, oh, I, I Game thought, of Thrones. I thought it was a, it was a game they was playing, but okay, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yes. So okay, a lot of stuff, a lot of spoilers were happening this past weekend. A lot of people was getting upset, getting riled up, and so this brought me to our first to talk about a subject. When is it okay to talk about? Or spoil a movie or show on social media. We answering first or the, or the, or the listeners? I can let, let's read the comments. I um, see a big paragraph there. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking at Colin's phone from across there. I'm definitely phone watching. That's um, a big paragraph. Shout out to uh, Veronica Simone Wilson. That's my uh, little sis. She says never unless it's an inbox. Let people watch stuff for them. Watch stuff on their own time. Shout out to my sister. 
My little other little sister, well, my actual sister, little sister Kendra, she says, never. IDK, why people feel the need to say something? It's kind of, oh, a-hole-ish. Oh, that's her paragraph. It doesn't bother me because if I want to watch something, then I'm going to watch it. But knowing a lot of people who get upset about it, just I just don't see the point of spoilers. Unless someone asks you, then you should hush. Saju says, never. And people think that ish is funny. Losers. I don't care if it's their page. D it. It's my timeline. Learn some respect. Wait, I don't go to the theater anyway. I wait for it to come on Netflix the year later. Anthony Griffin Sr. says, 48 hours after it opens. So he says, okay, but 48 hours after it opens. But he says, personally, when something comes out that I really want to see, I stay on social media until I see it. Sound like a man is holding himself accountable for not going to see it when it first come out. Mm. The thing I, the, the thing to me is like this. I mean, to answer the question, and I'll answer mine. I want to, we're going to break it down a little bit because okay. I think with movies is different than with a show to okay. me. Okay. So um, a movie like Endgame, first of all, I don't watch them kind of movies anyway. So I'm not, I don't know the hype is about it, but I do understand that if you, if, if you already, if you, already, if you know what's going to happen before, it may spoil it for you. But I'm like, Kendra, I don't care. Mm. If I know what happened, I'm still going to watch it anyway. I could see a spoiler. I could see a part of it. I'm still gonna watch it. Mm. I mean, I'm enjoy it just like I just like I didn't see it. But mm. um, to answer the question honestly, if you spend your money, I know it sound. I know it's gonna sound like distasteful. It's gonna sound mean. You can say whatever you want to say about mm. it. Um, now whether you got any kind of decency about somebody that maybe want to see it on Saturday, it's up to you. But once I spent my money and I already watched it, if I want to discuss it openly, I'm going to do so. You just have to move or go away. But um. Yeah, that just that's just that's just me. Mm. But I guess if you're trying to be nice, then yeah. But I mean, it's just a movie. It's not that deep. Bro. I can see your I can see your rationale behind that. I used to be a terrible uh, offender, uh, not offender, offender uh, spoiling. I used to be horrible. I was I went back to some of my memories. I've been reading stuff like, dang, I really spoil stuff all the time. So I I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. I used to I used to do that too. Um, I feel like I do agree with what you're saying. It's my social media. I can do whatever I want. However, I do feel like, again, I just feel like why, again, we are in this age where we feel like we have to post every single thing. And I feel like why do you, if you want to talk about it to somebody, find somebody that you know watched it and have a conversation with them. Like, I just feel like why do, would you need to post that on social media? Like, just, I don't see the point. But also, I do, I feel like if you have not seen a movie yet, then you should stay off social media because you know it's people are going sense. to do it anyway. It, it's really just common sense, bro. So you should definitely if you don't want if you don't want if you don't want to be spoiled, then just stay off social media because people are going to be a holish and do it anyway. I feel like staying on social media is more common sense than somebody not posting a movie they just seen because you can choose to stay on social media, right? Mm. It's your choice because you because you, you haven't seen a movie yet. If I've seen it. I don't necessarily have to not post it. You know what I'm saying? That is true. I can put. I pay my money to see it just because you pay late. I don't you know. Or, or maybe true. maybe in between in between checks. I don't know. Maybe you got a date set up for three days later. The dude probably should have took you out early. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's what those one of the movies where. But I think the 48 hours it was a, it was a dope concept because you're giving them kind of like the weekend to go see it. Like right. hey, by Saturday, we talking about Sunday. So what's up? So you know what I'm saying? Now you give people some Monday because you watch it. You well, just... the movie coming out on Thursdays though. You know what I'm saying? Some movie coming out Thursday nights now. Oh. Well, so so you, I'm thinking about that. So I'm thinking about, I guess, from Thursday night to Friday, oh, Saturday. I'm thinking about that. You. But a movie like that I'm talking about. Not not a regular movie. You know what I'm saying? But um, Yeah, I just... But I get it. If it's a movie like that, I feel like it, if you say, tell me what it's about, I wouldn't care. I would still Neither. go slight. Because I'm... Okay, so 
I'm into like I love like superpower, super human stuff, but I'm not like into like the Marvel movie like that. Um, because I has I was telling somebody, um, Iron Man three or what was way back. I was supposed to see it and I never saw it. And so then when the movies kept coming every year, it just kept building up. So I kept missing it. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not about to sit here for a week and watch all these movies. Just so I can be caught up on what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I don't blame you. So I was like, nah, I'm good. Just tell me what it's about, what happened. Because I know what happened in Infinity War. I mean, of course, everybody was talking about it. So I was like, all right, well, I know what happened. So I'm waiting on people to talk about Endgame. Once y'all talk about it, then I can know. I, I feel like I I, I was there. Because y'all do it anyway. <laughs> so. I mean, but I, well, I, 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 I think, too, and, and, and I guess the... Movies, I, I can understand. Yeah, spoilers. Picture. I seen a video there. I wanted, I wanted to, when I seen the video there. I don't know if you've seen it on, on Twitter. It was these two white kids. Um, it's not racist. Not a racist video, but um, they was in class and apparently one white kid like hit him, like punched him in the face for spoiling the movie. Oh wow! Oh. He stood over him and like, so you're gonna spoil the movie, man? You're gonna spoil the movie? The teacher came between like, hey, go sit down, sit down. He pushed him at first, you know what I'm saying? The guy was still sitting down, like you know whatever. He, I guess he like, I seen the movie, I don't care. Mm. And then he, the, the the dude that didn't see it just punched him like really hard though, like you know what I'm saying? Glasses came off and everything. Wow! And he's like. Don't effing don't effing spoil the movie, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you already didn't spoil it. Now you getting suspended. You know? I saw this post where this teacher had put a sign on her door, and she was saying, um, "All right, y'all know what it is." I'm paraphrasing, but she was basically saying, <laughs> "Y'all know what this is? It's the movie. Uh, I haven't. I'm waiting until my husband gets back to see it. Do not come in my classroom talking about this movie." Or I'm gonna basically ruin your, I guess not ruin your life, but like basically it's gonna be hell on earth this week for schoolwork. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, right? That's crazy. This is why, why social media is like it is. Like people you follow, because you know what kind of schools you went to. Yeah. And any school in our inner city that that happened, we would we would in and just said what happened. Like that teacher would have got no respect. For, I, I know it sounds messed up, but you went you went and just like Iron Man died. You know, it, it would have been doing stuff like that. I'm sorry, I don't know if that happened for real. I'm, I don't know. I ain't watch the movie, but um, I'm for real. That's that's how he was in school. Like. Don't don't tell us what not to do. Don't tell us what not to do because we're gonna do that. Because you can't you can't. <laughs> I know like, high school definitely. You know what I'm yeah. saying. I know you can't do anything to me for saying Iron Man died. I would have told the teacher definitely. You definitely go see the movie by yourself and then see it again with your husband. Hey man, but you, I'm telling you. I'm t- but uh, just t- tell us, do this. Tell, give me a good grade or something. You know what I'm saying? Like pay to play. You gotta get like not you gotta, pay to play. Hey, you gotta do something. You want me, you want to be quiet, right? Because I'm I'm playing right now. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> But oh, that, that, to, to answer the question in full. Now, when it comes to shows, to me, let me tell you why it's different. Now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a spoiler. You know that. Yes. Um, because I feel like in the way in the era of today, how it is, if you really like a show, I hate to say it like this, it's gonna sound bad. I know for me, when I watch, like even the show, I watch it. I try to watch it that Sunday morning if it come on because it do now. I'm waiting now, but. It's fine, spoilers, whatever. But I want to watch it because you can watch it if you got the app. You got the you got, all the shows got apps on their phone now. Mm-hmm. The, most of them shows, like the big high end shows, like Power, um, not Snowfall, Power, maybe not, not Insecure either. I don't think, but it's on demand. Some of them, mm-hmm. so you can watch it that that morning if you wanted to, right? Do I believe in giving people time? Be honest with you, depending how good the show is, I'm gonna have to say something about it. Like it just because I, I, I I'm but. I feel like this. You need to know who the spoilers on your on your timeline. That's just that's just that, that that's the era we in right now. I know people want to believe that, but the era we in right now, you need to find out who the spoilers are. So me, and probably some other people, and then just kind of might, might have to mute them for a little while, or something like that. Or just, yeah, I think, you, I think social, social media right now you can you can mute words, you can mute, you can mute ghosts, you can yeah. mute Tommy. 
So you have to see um, none of that stuff. Well, I disagree with that. I just feel unless like, I spell it wrong, <laughs> which I will do on purpose. Wow, gust. Oh, I feel like everybody doesn't have like. I might be busy. Like I know it come out at nine a.m., but like I'm actually working, so maybe I don't have time to watch it at nine a.m. So I feel like you should relax. I mean, I get you excited that you just saw this awesome episode, but I mean, I want to feel the same feeling too when I watch it regularly. So I feel like you should just hold off and relax on that. But I mean, whatever. Again, like you said, if I know, but you, you said you said you said it to be, you said like a holeish. I do it for that reason exactly. Yeah, that's and I, and I, but again, that that we know that. We'll just mute you. Yeah, I, I be I be thinking that's gonna happen. Like to me, I, I guess I'm not like the person to like get mad if like I get un, unfriended or something like that. I'm, even though the way the area now, nobody really unfriends like that, like that. We more so like block, not block. We more so like uh, it's un- unfollow. It's unfollow on Facebook and yeah. then on Instagram is and Twitter. You can do you can mute. See, and I guess I don't. Like, if I see something about power and I ain't watch it, I still watch it. Like, and I have the same kind of feeling. Or whatever, and it's mainly power because that's the that's the, that's the show that's like you know that show powerful. gets spoiled a lot, and I think I think but that, I think if people didn't complain about the spoiling, people wouldn't do it. Anymore. I think when you complain about it more, like I said, teacher, mm-hmm. that, that that's the that's the era I'm from. Like if you complain about it more, I'm probably gonna do it because I'm gonna get I, honestly I get tired of seeing people complain about it. So I'm like, the more I see it, people get mad about spoilers, I know it sounds crazy. I just I want to do it more now. I'm like, yo, I want to, and then depending on who say, I want to make that person upset. And maybe it's my I don't care about. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm like, eh, it's you. But now everybody got to suffer because that one person then said something. You know what I'm saying? But I, um, I think it depends. Like for me, but even that day, you could take you could take time on social media that day too. Like if you wanted to, if you know it's Sunday, like power come on Sunday. I mean, hey, it's, it's the Lord's day, right? Get a day to the Lord until ten o'clock. Shut up. I'm shut, for real, hey man. Hey, but I'm just telling you, like you give it to the Lord. Like, you give it to the Lord and get off social media and don't have to feel like you have to post everything. Well, that's the thing. So it's like, okay, you could do you could do both. Like for me. I'm I'm always up at night, so it's whatever. I'm always up at twelve at twelve a.m. I'm really not. If I I'm really not. If I if I work in the morning, I watch it. Whatever. I feel like I I, I should reward myself. I stay up to twelve, and I say I got work at six, like an idiot. Whatever. I stay at twelve. If I choose to you know go on social media, say yo, this was crazy. It's the funny thing about it is people talk about spoilers though, but a lot of people be commenting on them like to have that discussion. So to me, even though it's, it's spoilers to some people, I don't get that. I don't get that uh that balance of more spoiling than 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 not. Like it's more people that want to comment that didn't see it and want to discuss it with me as well. Mm. Than people that's not that didn't see it. I might get like two or three that didn't see it. Normally people that like like went to went to church or that worked that day, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But a lot of time in the, you know, Sunday's like not a lot of jobs that's working on Sunday, so it just I depends. know for me if I see if I see because I might work at that people, night. People. Somebody can't watch it that night like power. So I might watch it earlier. Oh. Sounds personal. No, no, and it does. So when I post it, when I post it early, it sounds like a. You know what's funny? No, I'm, I'm gonna keep this snippet because when I, when I, I'm going hard this time. I'm telling you right now, when I post, I'm be like, hey man, this weekend it's not like a person. I'm gonna just, I'm just playing. But, um, but nah, I hope it's. I, hope it's I, like, I, I ain't gonna spoil. I'm not spoiling. Man, please give me, give me the I first two seasons. The first two episodes, I'm not spoiling. I nothing. need a season one power. I please let this season be like. Oh no! This, this is this is a judgment season for me. This is a, this is definitely with all the art and creative shows we got right now. This is a judgment, and I know they heard the feedback. People didn't like that last season. It was it was it wasn't as bad. But it wasn't as bad. But it's just. Ugh. But you know how once you have one bad season, like you got to start. You really got to have two good seasons to make it for a bad season. Mm. So remember the why we talking about? Like yes. even though, even though it wasn't a bad season, but that was one of the least light seasons. But then you get three, four, and five. Like oh, okay, cool. Yeah, th- three and four was amazing. You make up for it, so nobody, nobody remember to. You know what I'm saying? Best season four. So imagine. Wow, that's a good man. So, uh, um, but um, yeah, I think with show, it depends on the show for me. 
if it's a show that I'm like a drama, like I'm really, if it's like one of those suspense thrill, like who done it type things, or I nah, don't spoil it for me. But if it's one of those like, if it's a comedy or something, I don't care. Like whatever, I'm gonna still watch it. So I think I, I, with I think the drama one is, is different. It is different. Yeah. It, it, it is different because in drama you gotta be in a certain vibe. Yeah, I think. When you're not anticipating something to happen, and when you're watching the movie, you're thinking, like, what's going to happen? So, for instance, okay, so we talk about power. So, for instance, of course, we all know that Raina was killed. It was spoiled, like, heavily, yeah, right? It was me. It was me. Okay. So, definitely wasn't you. Um, it was your card apart, 50 Cent. So. I, 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 I shared a lot on Facebook. Oh, I didn't know that. So. Spoiling was a thing at the time. <laughs> I didn't think about it. I just shared it one day. I was like, oh, let me take it off. So, yeah, so for me, I saw it. Was I upset? Not really, because, I mean, again, I wasn't, like, I thought I didn't think Power was like hitting like season one and two, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you was in your bag that year. I was, y'all. It was just us. But did it when I watched the actual episode? I I definitely feel like it would have had a different impact for me. Her dying, if I would, if that would have been the first time I saw it. So I just, for me, if I see now, if I see, I can tell when somebody's about to spoil something. One, if it be like, oh, that's crazy, or if I see a long paragraph, all right, let me scroll past you real quick. So you have the option to be like, hey, if you want to be spoiled or not, I feel like. A little bit, because, I mean, you, this, 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 this one you can't get. This, this is one you can't unsee, right? I said something earlier today about, I said something about the other day about how I hate when people post something long, and then I, I click and I, I read it, and I realize, I realize that whole thing could have been three three sentences. Mm-hmm. Imagine, I, I, I could say a whole post about something, right? you like, oh, no, it's power. But you can't unsee when I'd be like, if I say, rest in peace, Tommy. Now it's a rap. You can't. It's two words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that that, that people would do. They be like, oh. But I try to do it this way. I troll a lot. So even with the spoils, I would rather I would I would post them like that. But it won't, it won't be true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do that. Just upset people, or whatever. But I think people have caught on to that sometimes too. So they're like people will like people that's also that's also like the spoil stuff. But kind of like yeah, that was crazy, man. Like just to piss people off. But yeah. it's not, it don't really happen. I just like I'm, I'm sorry. I just like to have fun in there. That's that's not fun. Like I know how people take power seriously, but I do feel like, hey man, first come first serve. Man. But you know what's crazy though? I'll read some of y'all stuff like, hey man, that episode was crazy. And then when I watch the episode, I'm like, that episode wasn't crazy. Nah, you know, <laughs> no, let me tell you, with you, it was always like, like every time I posted that, that like last year, I, I was trying to big it up last and you was like, I don't know, man. I really like that one like that. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you can't hear like one week, one week you can't hear. He was like. Nah, that was a good one. But after that, he was like, eh, eh. Like, it wasn't tickling your fancy, man. It wasn't. I, was, I don't I don't know what it is, man. Them first two seasons was great. That's probably what it is, you know. That's probably what it was. And it seemed like, you know, pressure burst pipe, so they might have to get some, some better writers in there, something like that. And I don't know if it's the writing. It's not the acting, because the people no, are actually like, good actors. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, mm, I don't know. But you know, I, I do think in that show, and I'll be honest, we don't know the tangent, but for that show, I do feel like, they went away a little bit from a lot of the stuff that we liked in the beginning, so it it, it more so became it came too much of the ghost and Angela show. Like I don't want to see mm. too much of that, mm. but then they gave it to you on a good season, which was season two, right? Mm. Which is okay, and it was like they felt like they had to do more in season three, and they they they, they, did, they did it too much. Mm. They oversaturated, you know. I didn't see it every time. Yeah. So I think that was what that, that that played a part in it. I think this last season for me, I want to see more street stuff in there too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me because I like Dre, so yeah, I know a lot of yeah. people didn't like him. I did. I actually was seeing Dre, and so I think for me because I felt like I was I wanted Ghost to something happen to him. Like I was just like anti Ghost because I was like he's weak. He really was. He's he's weak. So it's like 
Yeah, I want. I need more. I'm with you. I need more street. I'm. I guess because I, because the I heck I can't hate to keep going back to the wire, but that's just my reference show. The wire was the first show that I saw that was like this is gutter. Yeah, like this is everything. Like everything about it was good. Like the street value, the government part, the police part, everything about it was. And I, I, to me, I relate. I relate power to the wire. So it's like I need. That. Yeah, you know, and I say that even I even think about it now, like recipe to Charlie Murphy, of course. But looking at when Ghost was in jail, like even the jail scenes didn't really seem too jail like. Mm. It was like mm-hmm. it was just like Hollywood and this is a New York jail now. It's not like that's not a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. They make ghosts seem a little superhuman too much sometimes, where it's like I right, just really won't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like right. don't don't either don't put him in them situations where he get out in these crazy situations. I just rather you not put him there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because he make it out and it's like, but it's not like that in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to see when he when he went to prison. I was like, okay, we're gonna get in the prison system. We're gonna get gritty, and it just he was in there for like what three episodes, and then he got out. I was like, this yeah, no, it was crazy. Like, he, this, then uh, then the killing it was like that wouldn't happen, and this is not happening. You know what I'm saying? And so it was so much that wouldn't happen in real life. That it's like it, it lost its authenticity from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We like go when he used to put that that that, that, that all that all black on because you know about to do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now it's like. You do so much superhuman stuff, it's like, eh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I don't think I like the rift between him and Tommy. I don't think that's like, I know people people like like the the dynamic of brain. I don't like that, that dynamic. I'd rather them talk, to be honest with you. Like, I don't like them not talking because we get less gritty stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then it seemed forced. And I want, and I, I need them to to get more into this Lorenz Tate character because I feel like he's just there for name value. I'm not really seeing the what he's bringing to the show. Like I need, cause he's a great actor. I love Lorenz Tate, so I need, yeah, I need too. him me too. to, me too, me too, to do something. I need him to, to bring it, give him some good writing, some good material. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I, I mean, I, I just, I'm just curious to see what they're going to do this year because I did feel like killing off the Kanan character was kind of wild. Um, if you're gonna make Ghost Superhuman, you definitely got to make. I mean, you already made Kane Superhuman. He he skipped the fire, then he died like, like died like that. That's kind of weird. Um, yeah, I thought that death was. I thought that death scene was whack. I, I didn't want Kanan to die, but not like that. I wanted to be more. It needed to be more like that. that yeah, something worth like that was. Yeah, out of all the stuff he did, that's how he died. Yeah, you know, it right. was no get back, none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then, but he he was the only one to me that brought that brought level to making Ghost look like he wasn't as strong as he was. Absolutely, I agree. You know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like we didn't get enough of that. Like, I hate to keep talking about it, but like, we big power fans, so like, it's a part where. It was an apartment, and now, and we didn't, we still don't know exactly why he chose. We do know why he chose the apartment, why he chose, why he chose that apartment. But it was so 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 thrown together at the very end. Like mm-hmm. I waited two seasons to find out why he did it, and he told me in a two second sentence. It's, that it's rushed, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They started rushing the writing. Right. I don't know because they couldn't get enough. But you know what I'll say with shows like that, and in real life, and I think you know more than more than more than I do. People don't understand how much that con- contract stuff mess up the shows mm-hmm. because they looking they they want to get 12, 12 episode season and they like we only give you ten and you like I can't do it in ten I need twelve so now you are forced to take one hundred twenty minutes of material and shove it into two episodes yeah so you got to cut pace cut, you know what I'm saying so this and this is we're going on another tangent but this is why honestly I know people are saying oh Carlos you got to make it you got to go to the next you know whatever you need to get picked up and everything. Honestly, I like I like the level that I'm at. I just want to get paid for full it. Full creativity. Because I, I have full creativity what I want to do. I can do as many episodes as I want. 
I can do as long as I want. I just want I just want me and all my people to get compensated now. That's what and, I want. And speaking of that, so, we talk about how I and I always say that I ain't like uh insecure last season. I didn't think it was that great. Mm. That's that could play a role. We we don't know behind the scenes stuff, but that could play a role. She might have I personally think that she don't she need more than eight episodes if she's gonna be doing thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Give she me definitely, first of all, honestly, Stephanie's an hour. Yeah, you, you need twelve or sixteen if you give me if you give me thirty episodes. I need and I need twice a week, not once. That's 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 just crazy. Mm. But I, you, it's HBO. You need an hour. Yeah. Or and my thing is, if not in that case, you can't sell. You can't just go to show like if you go to go to stars or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I, I can't tell you what the business, but I feel like that'd been a good look. You know what I'm saying? Right at the power. She usually drop. She usually come right at the power. Go to stars, get that full hour. You know what I'm saying? But I mean. It is what it is. I I am curious why people are still choosing to go to like HBO, um, Showtime, when it seems like to me the wave is Netflix right now. Well, I mean, because you could binge watch it. I I I get it though. I get it. It's about it's about no money. I mean, it's like well, whoever offered me the the best deal. But it's just funny that All American didn't get picked up again until Netflix dropped that All American out. Like the Netflix dropped it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody keeps talking about it now. You you had been talking about it. I remember right. you, you mentioned on this podcast a long time ago. And uh, I remember. Because Teddy just came to the Breakfast Club. We talked about the Breakfast right. Club interview. Right. Yeah. I think the thing is with that, like I said, it, just in that aspect, I mean, a lot of people don't, people are not really watching the CW. CW is like the the lowest uh, broadcast network. Like, it's it's yeah. on the bottom. So, like, yeah. nobody's really watching the CW like that. But, um, we honestly, we just got, I mean, in Augusta, if we got direct TV. We just got the CW on Direct TV. On it now, got Netflix. So, hmm. I said, probably on it now. But I, I, I mean, say- but, the, but the thing about that is, though, like, doesn't it doesn't like you have to wait till the end of the season to watch it. I mean, I know you like the binge watch, but for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm cool week to week. I'm like, I need to know what's going on. So. I just be, I, I I just don't watch TV enough. I guess that's how it is. So like, yeah. when I have to sit down and binge watch it, I have to be somewhere because I'm, I'm always doing something when I'm watching TV anyway. Yeah. That's like, you know, me, people like you and you, TV time is not fully TV time anyway. TV time is TV time and edit time and this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just chilling because we only get a chance to chill a lot. But, um. Yeah. I am excited. Speaking of binge watching, I'm excited because I finally, my, shout out my brother Cameron. Um, I have access to his Showtime app. So, I'm going to be watching The Shy. I'm going to be binge watching that. I've been trying to get watch The Shy for a minute. And nobody yeah. wanted to be nice and let me watch it on their TV. So, shout out to my brother. And I'm excited. I'm going to be watching. See what this is all about. Hope you like it, man. I think I will. I feel like I will, cause a lot of people talk about it, and and Lena Waithe, she's over it. So I yeah, think yeah. that's she's dope. She's another director that's great. Um, she also is the co-creator of Boomerang. It comes on. I BT, heard in, which is good. So, I heard that in the streets. She's not directed though. She, in the streets is what I heard. Streets be talking, man. The streets so. are talking. It's a whole bunch of non-directors. Streets told me Spike Lee not directed either. Streets that's told me. Say. Streets told me he didn't win an um, Oscar. Who said that? The streets, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jealousy Avenue. <laughs> All right, like man said, we actually have two. Let's talk about us this week. Slow week, so I said let's do another one. Um, <laughs> if you personally know someone, or you're quote unquote friends with someone who is having a relationship with a married man or woman, and it is the cause for that man or woman to leave his or her spouse. Do you speak your piece about it or do you let leave it alone? Um, no one tend to comment on that, so which is fine. That's we great. Can talk about that. We got we got fifteen minutes, so we good to go. We yeah, let's we can let's, talk let's, about let's that. take a deep dive into it. I say this, man. Be honest with you, right? Um, if I personally know somebody, so I'm thinking about my homeboy. I say somebody like you or whatever, and they dealing with somebody that's married. Mm-hmm. 
I would only, it's my only issue. I, I never tell me what, what to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. That's not my, I never, I never going to do that. But I will tell you to take proper precautions and just take care of yourself in that mm-hmm. situation because when it comes to people that's married, uh, one thing that you have to understand that is if you mess with somebody that's married and that person chooses to kill you, they can get away with that. It's perfectly legal for them to do that. And what I mean by that is like they call it a uh, crime of passion. Mm. I'm a criminal just major. People probably don't know that, but yeah. So mm. crime of passion. So if I came home and I seen somebody with my wife, I can kill both of them and I'm good because mm. it's a crime of passion. I, I can't leave and come back and kill them. No, I have to kill them then. Mm. But it's a crime of passion. And you have to be aware of that because boyfriend and girlfriend are a little different. You know what I'm saying? You see them out, they can't legally kill you. So it's, like, it's not that much to worry about. I'm not saying you can't, but not that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, this is really licensed to be crazy, licensed to do something drastic and to be perfectly fine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I would say you have to watch out. And then it's like, how are you doing? Are you at the person's house? Mm. Are you just expecting the, you know what I'm saying? That's disrespectful already in, mm. in, in a sense. So. It, it, to me, it's not that much of a difference. If you, it is a difference. To me, if you marry, I, I always try to say it's, it's off limits because people chose like legally they're together, mm-hmm. chose to keep their, their life with you, or whatever. Um, but I think then they people get off on having something that's not theirs anyway. So, mm-hmm. and, and they, you're not really gonna stop a person from doing that. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna keep it 100. Um. I've t- I told myself this before. I've actually been in a situation like this before where I was involved with someone who was married. Um, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> but it was just, it was just, you just, you get caught up in stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it happens. Um, definitely got out of it and I was like, nah, I can't do that. Um, so I've been on, I've been on that side. But as far as the answer to the question, I'm not going to, I'm with you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Not going to um, promote it either, though. Huh? I'm not gonna, not gonna push you. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but at the same time, I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna clap it up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. because if you come at me, it's like, yeah, guess what? I'm dating. I have a lot of women friends, so like, I'm dating. I'm dating a married man. I'm not gonna clap for that. That's not that's not good. And especially <laughs> if you um, if you're in a situation where you are bragging about it. Now, if, you, if you're in a relationship with someone who's married and they leave their spouse and the mother or father of their children to be with you because you're in an affair and then you bragging about it on social media, that's a problem. And I feel like if you ask me about it, I'm definitely going to give you my honest opinion about it. You're a home wrecker, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I, 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 now, in, in the instance of that, yeah, I don't, I don't think... If you're doing that... And you doing it just like as it's a fear, like just something like this. It's just that only. Yeah. It's a big difference. You trying to take a man from his family, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you gotta. Like it's, you're, it's you're a thin purposely, line. you're purposely out there trying to ruin that family. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's okay. First of all, let's just clear it up. It's all wrong, altogether. You no, know, and like all uh, parties involved. All yes. everything is wrong. But I'm, in this specific situation, if you're literally, it's literally you getting caught up with somebody versus you purposely trying to seduce somebody and take that person away from their family. That's the problem. And I need you to get help. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, but I can see, you know, people are not going to want to respond to a question like that because they they might have a small circle. So it might be like, you know, if people want to give a full answer, they probably didn't type it in this and then I ain't going to delete it. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. I just think for me, just speaking personally, again, because I've been involved in that situation, like I said, it's, it's, it's no... 
it's no happy ending to that. Like I said, because at the end of the day, like even though you say you just in it for whatever reason, you want it all. Feels like, involved, yeah, yeah, and you and you're not gonna get it. So thing I say is, I remember Neil was saying, I talked about it now. I was about it now. I know we love like Lauren Hill and the Miseducation Lauren Hill and stuff like that. It's a good, a great album, good, good, good songs. But when you really put it into a nutshell and think about the fact that she was all that stuff she was talking about was a man that was married that she knew that was married, mm. chose to have a kid by. I really don't feel too bad for you and all that stuff you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You got songs like you know when it hurts so bad or um, you know you, you lost one. Did he really? No, he, he left. He kept his kept his wife. He didn't lose one. He you just kept his family. Like, that's not lost one. That's not losing one to me, but. When you think about it like that, like sometimes people put themselves in predicaments and say it's gonna be one thing, but you ne- you really never know. You know what I'm saying? Once feelings get involved, you can't control your emotions. Right. So anything that's gonna be uh, emotion driven, you can't say it's gonna be this and that's that. You don't know that. Emotions change every day. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I always say just don't put yourself in that, in that situation because no. it's only no. like you said, it don't end well. Because what's gonna happen? It's gonna it can end a few ways. So it's about that. He can he can he or she can stay with that person that they they, they originally with. Now you hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they can leave. Now, somebody growing up without their dad around as much, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe. You shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel good about that, I guess. Right. Um, somebody has to go through a divorce, you know what I'm saying? And somebody probably, they thought they, they spent their whole life with. Now they not spent their whole life with, you know what I'm saying? Right. Their whole life changed. So it's like, what you, I mean, what, what are you doing? There's other ways they can end, but I mean, it's all bad. There's no healthy role. Unless the wife was like, you know what? I always wanted you to be a part of our relationship. Can you just come join us? And you're like, I always wanted to join. And that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's the only, that's the only good way. I, I don't see that happening. I, um, I, this, I, this is a story I, I've heard somebody tell me. Um, the dude was messing with a married woman. And um, he was sleeping in the woman's, in their bed. Like they was messing around in the house. And he woke up to the husband hitting him in the face with mm. a shovel. That's kind of wild. Yeah, like it was like when my friend told me that story, I was like, "That is crazy." He, he allowed though. That's that's. I mean, it's he, a blessing. Yeah, like I'm surprised the face didn't like it. Like I mean, because some husbands went, some husbands wouldn't have ever let a person like that wake up again, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, you know, and, and then they they they'll be out about walking around. Yeah, because what can you do? You walk, you I walk in my home and you look like you done been inside my wife. Y'all just knocked out like I had a good night. Okay, good night. You know, <laughs> just keep it hundred with you. That's just the mindset of some of the people. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like I said, it's legally in guidelines. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know about the crime passion thing. Yes, yeah, that's what it's called, man. That's um, crazy. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, um, it can't be something meditated though. Yeah, that's what it means. So it gotta be something you walk in on. You know what I'm saying? It can't be meditated. It's you like can't snap. Somewhat, but snap a lot of that's like nah, it, it, you got the show snaps. I'm confused, but it's not like the show snap. That's meditated stuff a lot of times. I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking, like, is it like? Yeah, you gotta like, have, like you gotta be like spurred moment kind of thing. Like crown passion is like in that moment, in that that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like you were so mad in that moment, you wasn't in your right mind. Mm. But if you leave, go get your gun, come back, and you're in your right mind. You just wanted to kill the person. You know what I'm saying? So you had to have like the gun like on you or lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. Oh, you know, most people lie anyway. Like, oh, we start, got tussling or whatever. I don't know. We argued. I was belligerent. You know, if, if I got, I don't know. I blacked out. That's crazy. Guess what? You off the hook, buddy. Mm. So, it was more of the story. Find your own. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I more of the story, but you know, people want to do that. 
And I mean, I know on the flip side of it, you know, it's been some, it's been some successful ones where, I mean, it's just, I know we always talk about this person, but it's kind of tough. Like, you know, you got the Swiss Beats situation, Energy mm-hmm. Keys. I'm not going to lie. Her music does hit a little different when you when you think about what she did. But, uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, she never got canceled, but, I mean. Never, never got what? Canceled? She never, she never got canceled. We had cancel culture back then. Um, people be trying to do it sometime now, but I do feel like she's not in the same realm as she used to be. Like she's she's she still Alicia Keys, but yeah, I don't I, think we like champion her music all the way like we like we you know like like we would do. Cause at one point it was she was up there with the Beyonces and stuff like that yeah, talking about. Alicia was it, but and she's still talented. I'm just saying like yeah, agree, that I puts agree. a damper in like what you did. Like oh, you really did that but for Swiss though. You know, no disrespect, no disrespect to Swiss. You just got a long nose. Yeah, she wouldn't have a hit head in a minute. <laughs> I don't think that's happening no time soon, brother. Mm. That's just me, you know. She was on fire for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even that was annoying to me, though. But you she know, had the braids. It was everything. She kept falling. Hey. She got her balance back now, man. <laughs> 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 Wearing a Swiss Reeboks, man. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I heard they're pretty comfortable. Oh man! <laughs> but crazy. even I seen like a picture like Mashonda um, at the beach, and like he quiz- he kissed her, and like I guess Mashonda's facing them, seeing them kiss, and, they- and somebody was like, "Dang, she just can't win." So I don't know, you know, but. Mm-mm. That's the only story I've seen where it's like it seems as if, and that's not even a win-win because from talking, seeing Mashana talk, it took a long time for them to get there, you know. But that's still my life that's you know messed up and stuff like that. Oh shoot! I'm sorry, I'm looking over. I'm I'm planning a trip to Miami, y'all. I'm looking at these prices, and I don't know. KC might not be going. <laughs> KC, <laughs> I'm talking about man. Lord Jesus. Well, you know, you can always go on YouTube and look at Miami videos. That's true. And your um, white beater and stuff like that. I just really want to go. I just need. To, I just need a vacation from Augusta for a second. Just need to see a different scenery. Get I love a, the beach. So get I you a uh, director's just, retreat, huh? Director's retreat. I can't go. I'm not a director. Hey man, dang. You gotta stay home now. Man. Yeah, streets are talking. Hey man, streets. She's gotta be quiet, man. <laughs> streets gotta hush it up a little bit, man. <laughs> hush that fuss. Oh, um. Man. So we we. We got what? Yeah, we got we got time. We got a little minute, so a couple minutes or whatever. So, um, are you are, are you going to order any more VPN mags? Or? Yes, I am. I'm about to actually order some right now. But technically speaking, they can always get it because they can always get the digital copy if they wanted to. Absolutely, so yeah. Oh, you can available. go to the and actually go ahead and order order it, pre order it, and then it'll be delivered to you. Um, but you can always get it instantly if you get the digital copy. Um, it's only five. The digital is only five dollars. So, but but something about the print. People love print. I mean, I just like to have it. You know, and funny thing, but I bought the I bought the magazine because uh, I, I just bought it, whatever. And I haven't even read it yet. Like sat down and read it yet. Mm. You know, I still got it in my room, just in there. You know what I'm saying? I haven't sat down and read it yet. I like to give myself stuff full attention. So I like to go through the whole magazine, not yeah. just one part. So um, it's yeah. a good read. I mean, like I said again, it's for people in Augusta. People know AE. You may not know some things about her, so you know it's a really good read. We got a good uh, spoken word artist, uh, sleep art, sleepy eyes. He's got a dope thing in there. Um, some nutritional facts, of course. My sister Carmen, she writes a spiritual nugget every quarter, and again, the pictures are amazing. Just shout out to Rita May. Um, so she's is a good read. I think it's it's a really good issue. I'm excited about the next one. We are working on that now. It's gonna be our summer issue. I'm excited. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, Nelson J., J. Davis will be our cover person. Mm. Um, he's an actor, uh, model. Um, just he's doing great things, and he's he has new shows coming out, and that he's starring in. So this is gonna be exciting. I'm excited because it's gonna be our summer issue. We're gonna actually treat it like summer. Like we're gonna be wearing like um, summer suits and okay. things like that. So sundresses, hmm? sundresses. Are you not kind of doing that that rated that rated stuff? Um, well, we're doing like 
we're trying to like swimsuits. Are you so, gonna turn around or huh? Are you gonna turn around or just front faced? Um, I'm trying to see what, what kind of visual I'm getting. I want to be yeah, there. But I want to be there at the shoot or not. You know what I'm saying? You are not gonna be there unless you're gonna do a podcast live. I might. Depending on what you, what kind of, who who gonna be there? What, 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 what you know? What suits we looking at? You know what I'm saying? This is still a family friendly situation. Oh, okay. So. Well, it's gonna be family friendly at the podcast too, or huh? Huh? Never know. I do like sundresses though. I do like sundresses. It's, <laughs> it's just it's gonna be some issue. I'm not sure the whole entire yet, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Um, you know, we're doing the shoots here in Augusta now, so I have to worry about the drive. So that's gonna be great. So I'm excited okay. about that. That's dope. That's dope, man. Um, yeah, I don't have nothing to talk to say. I mean, I'm about to ask you. Right I say, you got something going on? I mean, if I do, I just go live or say something. You don't know. I don't know. I don't have it right now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brotherhood season three, of course, y'all know it's coming out um, in when June. The first episode, huh? When the first episode dropping? We are going to have the season premiere of Brotherhood on Wednesday, June nineteenth. All right, man. Um, that concludes Fire and Ice. Yes. All right, we we'll see y'all next week. That's right. Be easy. <laughs>